All right, here we are with Star Wars Fellowship, Spider and Smitnakes, Season 2, Episode 2. The episode title is Legacy. We're in July 2021. My name is Devin. I'm playing the Framework uh, playbook, The Empire. And here with me today we have... Adam playing Lamnar, a Kaminoan, with the Spider playbook. Jack playing Kess Eldar, the Mandalorian, using the Elf playbook. Jonathan playing Boom93, who's a battle droid, using the Squire playbook. And Peter as Void Within Without, a given abyssal nemesis. Excellent. Who would like to recap what happened last session? Or, you know, all of y'all together. Everybody, all at once. Um, We got involved in realty. (laughs) Trying to uh, outbid the... The, uh, the lowercase empire for um, like land, and we didn't really know why at first. And then... We found out. Oh, we definitely found out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're... Yeah. Oh, so, you, you go ahead. Yes, uh, the empire is trying to purchase Project Mike from the Kaminoans. Uh, a significant project that which involves... The creation of Primaris Marines, upgraded Mandalorian super soldiers. I think you'll find they're upgraded clone troopers. Based on Mandalorian gene seeds. Which the, bigger, the, empi- bigger which the Empire has been supplying from a quote-unquote source. It's, a, it's <laughs> the three Mandalorians that we left behind on Hoth. In season one. Failed to retrieve from uh, Narshida. Yeah, they're back. Yeah. Okay, so to this end, you've met with some contacts here in Camino. You've talked to people. You've sort of got the ball rolling on disrupting this project uh, with your uh, friends on Narshutta. And you just have to kind of drag it out and keep them here and keep the deal stalled out until it pays off. So uh, you got a lead that one of the Kaminoan families is definitely being held hostage um, and you know that the Mandalorians are here on the planet, and you know that the project's here. And if you can just keep it away from the Spider and Snake Alliance, you can shut down their attempt to uh, take over the section and get a new source of power. Mm-hmm. And hopefully make so, some friends along the way. Oh boy. Where did we leave off last time? Were you still uh, in the present, like the, like, you know, at the facility where they gave you a preview of the, uh, the Primaris Clone Trooper project? Yeah, we went to the Aether Enclave and uh, met with Chesnar, you know, Blamnar's cousin. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and he gave us the grand tour. Yep. And we saw their example, Primaris Horrigan. The prototype. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, did you want anything else from these people? Uh, if you want to gather more information, get more background details, um, anything like that? Uh, like, I almost feel like we kind of, like, heard heard what we needed to hear for the current thing. See, if you steal um, the intel, you can give up the rebellion for intel points. But if, yeah, I, if I ask them questions about their history, then I can also get bonds with them. <laughs> give me little things. There we go. Um... I think uh, I'd like to re- talk to the co- my, cousin, my cousin further to reconnect and sort of ask about 
future options for this project. Yeah, maybe they have like a little um, like a little snack spread for after the show, so they can start to schmooze whoever they're talking to. So we're, oh yeah, yeah no, you're in like a investors, right? You're so. in like a, yeah. You're in basically like the the the, the auditorium slash like the the not ballroom but like the fancy meeting room where there's like tables laid out, buffets, there's chairs everywhere. There's like data, artifacts, things on display on podiums, art here and that. You know, it's supposed to make it look fancy. And Horrigan's like um, not in the center of the room, but he's by like one of the, the walls where everything's kind of based around, like standing in his own alcove, like just staring everyone down with his armor and helmet on. On display. Yeah, Oof. on display. Like you put it that way, but it's entirely accurate. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so investors can come take a look and, like, you know, see the prototype. Mm-hmm. Um. Hello? I think that, uh, Oob93 will eventually go up to, uh, to Horrigan and, uh, open a conversation. Because it, it's gotta be interesting talking to a clone trooper who wasn't around to shoot battle droids. <laughs> All right. Well, he's standing there, uh, larger than you would be comfortable with for a for a for a living thing. Like he, he's, yeah, he's bigger than a super battle droid. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, do you just, do you want me to like roll the dice to just see how this goes? Because I'm going to use the move. Um, what is the move called? It's been a while since what I've rolled is dice. The move called? Fast friends talk sense. Oh, these are actual speak powers softly. you got. Yeah. All right. So, nice. yeah, Speak Softly is all about having a quiet chat, and they'll answer questions from you. So, yeah, let's see what you're going to get, and that'll help us uh, flow the conversation. Yeah. So I got a five plus, uh, I think it's sense? I think it's wisdom yeah, for Speak wisdom. Softly. Uh, oh, even better. So five, six, seven, eight. So, okay, eight. So that's a, a nine minus. One of one of their answers is not helpful. So, out of those three questions, what do you want to ask Corrigan? You don't have to ask them. Like, you can just give me the three, and then I'll answer after I hear them. Yeah. Um, I'd like to know kind of like where his standing, uh, kind of like where his loyalty lies, um, politically or otherwise. Like, like who who would he fight for at this point? Or who does he like want to fight for? Those could be two different questions if uh, if you want. Oh no, that's one question. I can answer that question real well at once. Good, good. What's the next one? Um, what? Hmm. Hi, how are you? Yeah, I, that's I'm, not I'm a thinking question. like maybe we could like we. Do you, do you just want to like start the conversation and then I could be like, "This is a question," and then we yeah, can kind of right, keep going right. from there. All right, well, Horgan's right there towering over you. You can hear uh, an electrostatic, like, thrum from his armor because there's a power plant built into it, you know, powering the E-Web repeater that's built into his suit and all the other systems. Like, he has his own ray shield like Droideka do. He'll say, uh, that's a uh, that's a nice power plant you uh, got there. And he'll lean in and he'll go to, like, tap it and then, like, stop and, like, know better. <laughs> Yes, it is ingeniously designed. Three inches of durasteel between it and any critical systems. Durasteel? Wow, they don't make armor like that anymore. <laughs> they don't make anything out of it. It's shipbuilding material. Right, right. 
so so how are you like I'm he looks around he's like you're well okay obviously you're excellent but like how are you doing like how what what how are they treating you here <laughs> they treat me like i am product i am doing excellent ah you know what i know the feeling <laughs> you like taps, taps himself. <laughs> His laughter is malevolent I, sounding, by the way. Like it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, deep cyborg malevolence. Yeah, and he's like, ah, ah, you, you, you got the laugh down. <laughs> oh, and there's like people uh, nearby yeah, hearing this combo. Like, there's Kaminoans just drinking and talking while you're talking to him. Yeah, and he's like, you know, it's like it's always interesting to like talk about talk to product who's like on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> You know, they've kind of built mm-hmm. built us to fail, but here I am, still kicking. <laughs> it is not unusual for the baselines to fail at their tasks, even when their task in itself is failure. It is, uh, their, it is the nature of their unfocused minds. You know what? That's a sideways compliment, but I'm going to take it. He nods in his power armor. Um, I do... Let's see, I, I had already asked you. Uh, so, um, like, what have they told you about what's going on, like, out there in the galaxy? There is war out in the galaxy. There is strife and there is weakness and failure. And they say that my brothers and I will clean it of these problems. And they are right. So who do you want to clean first? whoever ensures that the rest of my brothers are brought up to the level they need to be at, and then uh, everything will be over. You know, I know people who could definitely use people like you. And I know a lot of those people have... What? What is it that motivates you? Is it the money? Or are you just going to go fight for whoever they tell you to? And he says that a little quieter, but people could probably still overhear him. He talks at normal volume whenever he answers you. I am motivated by the only thing worth being motivated by. Supremacy. My brothers and I will prove that we are superior to the baselines, and we will finally put to rest their problems. Wow, you're something. Like, I'm I'm feeling... You're, you are scary. You are, like, you are good at this. I like this. One of the, <laughs> one of the Kaminoans walks by and puts a hand on Horgan like he's, like, like furniture. It's like, ah, yes, Horgan and his quirky personality. We selected for ambition this time with our stock material. He's quite the talker taps him on his armor and kind of just, you know, walks on, takes a Hollywood picture with him. And, um, <laughs> uh, uh, O93 will pose for the picture too. <laughs> like Superior design breeds a... superior ambition, little droid. That's what, uh, that's what the Primaris project's all about. Superiority. Yeah. I started to pick up on that ambition thing. It's, uh. Kamino and wanders off. It's freeing. You know, you go a little while without a memory wipe, and uh, you start to learn things. Sometimes you start to remember things. Your kind were probably the greatest invention they ever had. Servants that couldn't learn for themselves. It was perhaps the last great invention they have ever made, next to me. Yeah, I get the feeling that a lot of people, a lot of the, uh, especially the last batch, did the best that they could. Or, uh, they did everything that they could... Because it was all they can do. And this I do generation... not condemn my older brothers. It is not their fault that their engineering was intentionally curtailed. 
But when I look at you, I get the sense that you're going to do everything because it's all you could. I, I, you know what? You know, I, I'm not as, I'm not as good at the delivery of that. <laughs> oh, my wife closed the door after because she was vacuuming. <laughs> it's no problem. Um, you still got two questions. I want... Yeah, I know, right? Did he answer the first one? Uh, his answer to the first one was was like you might want to push a little more to get the full answer out of him because he said he fights for supremacy, <laughs> and that that's yeah. just, that's a loaded so, statement. Yeah. So, who's supremacy? Ours. Okay. So what you want to be your own faction? We are our own faction, little droid. I am an army of one, and in time these Kaminoans will make more of my brothers, and in time we will be the only army in the galaxy, and in time the baseline's problems will end. It sounds like you're going to become the new baseline. No. We are not baseline. We are ultra. That's the problem with ultra. Eventually, when you're the only thing left, you're the thing that somebody has to springboard off of to be better. There is no, there is no treasure hoard where the finest jewel in the corre- in the collection looks less for being comprised entirely of the same jewel. The shiniest diamond still shines, little droid. To use an analogy, the baselines would find relatable currency. I want to make a joke about like diamonds not being valuable because latinum is a thing, but like, eh. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Horgan probably Horgan doesn't care about diamonds unless they can be used for like yeah. enhancing weaponry, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, but, give me a little uh, bit. Yeah. I might come, I might come back to him for like another question. Sure. I, I want to give the other, I, I want I want to pass the spotlight for a little bit. I mean, other people could ask him a question if you all want to be talking to him. Oh, true. Like if I you want to get dragged into him. this. I don't have a question for him. I have a question for one of the Kaminoans. Sure. Any of them can be uh, dragged over or talked to or, you know. Uh, let's stick with uh, Jessnar, my cousin. Sure. What voice because... did I use for him? It's been two weeks. Was he Fraser? Posh. I think it was Fraser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, here we go, Devin. Remember how to do this voice perfectly and don't look like a chump. Ah, cousin. How are you? Doing quite well. That was quite an impressive show. Oh, thank God. Oh, it's been hard doing these after I had to fire all the people that usually did the presentation work. The creatives did not take it layoffs well. Yeah, yeah, they never do. I mean, it's not our fault. We, lo- we would have loved to support the soft scientists, but times have gotten tough. Uh, money is in... Like, the... the, 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 the Supply and demand didn't really go the way we and, thought they would. And the economy. Just this economy. Yeah. I I uh, look at I look at him I look at him and politically I know Jessnar does not care about the Empire, but he also doesn't care about the rebellion. He cares about Jessnar's comfort. Which I yeah, can work and with. also like his family. Well, yeah, yeah, his close yeah. ones, family. He, he's not a patriot. He's not like a super patriot or anything. He's just he he knows what he wants. Yeah. Uh, so I just uh, turn to him and I say, I do know 
a lot of people that would be very interested in this project. They may have some concerns about the specifics, like the soldiers not being able to ever get out of their armors. But oh, yeah. still be very... there's always there's always people that want aesthetic features, and that that's something we just have to account for. Usually in the prototyping process, it's a thing, you know. Like... They wanted the armor to be white in the first version for some reason because it looked uh, hopeful. Do you know what it takes to get a composite material to be that white all the time after blaster burns? Yeah, I, 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 I'm a mechanical engineer. I know very well about aesth- uh, those aesthetic demands. I mean, one fire and all of a sudden you have to do another paint job. Just eh. I don't understand why uh, we couldn't have made... Anyway, he, he lets it go. I know people that would be very interested in funding this project. And uh, there's a lot of money involved here. But cousin to cousin, I have to just leave it to you straight. Would you be willing to work against the Empire for this? And when you mean the Empire, you mean the Empire Empire, right? Like the real one? The big Empire. The first Galactic Empire. Galactic Empire. Yeah. Not fast. Yes. I mean, yeah, he would be. He doesn't have a problem with that. He doesn't care. <laughs> as long as his yeah, bases yeah. are covered. But, yeah, which you'd understand that that means that we have to do this a bit stealthily at first so they don't immediately drop bombs on Camino if they find out about this. Yeah, I mean, we just have to find an off-site uh, facility. There's plenty of those in the galaxy. Just find one of those and stock it with staff. Do you know how many secret science facilities the Separatists left behind across the galaxy? They're everywhere. Find one of them. Yeah, yeah. I've dealt with several. I know exactly. Okay. All right. (laughs) So it's good good to understand that you'd be willing to be on board. Yeah, he's super upfront with it. It's like, yeah, we'll earmark a bunch of tadpoles coming out of the academy for it if you find it. Tadpoles is like people that just graduated high school, basically. The answer is frogs. <laughs> Sounds good. He's real cat about it my, too, about the sedition. But then my concern is that the other buyers will immediately try and just steal this project if you say no to them because we're offering more money. I mean, they're crime lords. Yeah, you should probably deal with that for us. With like violence. Yeah. Glad to see we're on the same page here. But then... Yeah. I'm I'm just wondering if you have any friends or such that'd be willing to help out in, you know, putting the boot to their attempt to put the boot to you? Mm, not really. Without their security force, most people here are civilians. Like, there's not really a lot of Kaminoan, like, security people. They had clones for that. Well, yes, but I'm just wondering if they, he knows where a group of local clones would be that we can use. Because yeah, yeah. most right. clones retired on Camino. You get you a squad. Yeah. All right. No, again, oh, awesome. super casual. You have all the access. It's not even a problem. Clones? All right. Yeah, he knows yeah, about yeah, clones. Yeah. He has clones for days. You went to Clone Man. <laughs> you went to Clone Man on Clone Planet. He has clones. This isn't a trial clones for you. Yeah. Cloning Man, where they just burn a big effigy right. clone. <laughs> I just There's uh, Daniels in though. All right, yeah. and then uh, I just like I, I smile, shake his hand, and then talk casually to him about casually to him about wine and cheeses and other things i know he likes he starts talking about like uh like salmon row and stuff like for like alien fishes he's like we got to get leviathan row oh i can't believe we can't harvest it anymore 
I mean, I, I know that they say that Kraken is a nice alternative, but it just doesn't have that same feel. There was a man who came through here a few cycles back, and he brought in the most delectable dish of Crate Dragon Row I've ever had. I didn't even realize they had eggs. It, the mouthfeel was astounding. Oh, God. I grew up on the this planet. I speak egg- this language. <laughs> <laughs> the vitreous fluids, the eggs are suspended in from the gestation sac. Oh my god, the seasonings in them. Uh, That's another thing. Uh, you can get most of these camelons to do whatever you want if you can bring them luxuries, like hedonistic luxuries. Like bring them fancy foods and wines and cheeses and art pieces, and they'll they'll they'll, they'll do it. They'll do it. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. You'll have ethicless mad scientists at your disposal. <laughs> ethicless <Perfect>. mad scientists. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. What a, what a I mean, they tried to do better with the clone project, and they made uh, Horrigan, and Horrigan's not the same as the old clones. These guys aren't good at their jobs anymore. They've they've really they've really they're really out on a ledge here. <laughs> I did finally look up the move uh, "Speak Softly," and I put the uh, two extra questions into the uh, into the oh, chat. Yeah. Does anyone else want to uh, yeah, dive no. on in? I mean, I think I'm just sitting around with my Mandalorians feeling real awkward about this whole thing. <laughs> right? Since we're, like, the basis of most of it. There's, <laughs> like, sedition, the casual, like, yeah, clones there, are there's... property. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, on either side of Horgan's alcove, there's, like, uh, display cases that actually have, like, every generation of clone trooper armor and stormtrooper armor, because they make those now. And there's, like, Mandalorian relics and artifacts, like, going down the line so you can actually see the comparison, like, the the natural evolution of the Mandalorian from ancient times is into Horrigan. Culture appropriation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the Kaminoans are doing you real dirty. They have like the fossilized <laughs> hand of a Mandalorian on display. We're looking at the relics and like quietly debating whether or not it'd be good to st- how hard it would be to steal them without anybody noticing. <laughs> right? Steal you if you're reclaiming it for your people. Okay, excuse me. Get them without bringing down the entire planetary defense force on our heads. I'm I'm picturing like the the most sarcastic displays, similar to uh, Native American displays in museums, where there's just like somebody who's barely dressed holding like a fish, while some white dude in fancy clothing is his hands on his hips. Like, well, you don't say. Like, oh no, Mandalorians trying to start a fire. Y'all are stripping out oh, all doors. the context. <laughs> it's all. There's even tiny really little three D models of uh, like the ancient war beasts and the Mythosaur mechs. <laughs> Beskar on Beskar trying to you know ignite the fire. <laughs> Early Mandalorians, they still have the helmet on, but they have like skins and like furs and stuff, and it's like a frozen world. And there's a mammoth in the background. No, there's a Mythosaur in the background. The bath's still destroyed. Um, <laughs> we're, we're just over here like none of this is accurate. This is all wrong. <laughs> so bad <laughs> I hate it. um so i, I think that, i want to uh, say the caveman like, uh, mandalorians would have the jetpack with the missile launcher on it like modern looking neolithic era it'd be like a catapult it's just a weird catapult they have so they pull a string and it shoots a little rock ahead of them <laughs> The display would be the Mandalorian with a Beskar rock smashing the jetpack in a campfire. Early Mandalorians igniting a fire with their jetpacks. Because <laughs> those things explode. 
They never um, learned. <laughs> it is not quite that cartoonish, but it is extremely <laughs> ominous. Yeah. Like, I'm imagining that level of um, just disrespect yeah. to just any any no. context, any anything cultural. Yeah. Like, it's that, but it's as offensive as that, but not quite as silly. All of the displays and all of the information here is geared towards explaining, like, the legacy of the Mandalorians and how they benefit the clone project. And how, like, all of the stuff they do, can, you can see it reflected in, like, the clones and Horrigan now and stuff. Like, their technology, yeah. their battle tactics, how they look like Jango Fett, Jango Fett's accomplishments and deeds, you know, uh, videos of clones doing, like, amazing things in the Clone Wars. It's all of this. Just constantly. It's like... Uh, it's probably exactly how a display for like Fallout Power Armor would have gone in the early days when like you got to the showcase basically for like investors. Hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of observing the uh, the uh, the displays, but not really initiating a lot of conversation because you don't want yeah. to talk to Horrigan. You don't ask him a question. Uh, I genuinely don't know what I would say. <laughs> uh, I like the lift bra. Do you feel anything when you see a Mandalorian? Well, it's like we we hear him talking at normal volume with with yeah. uh, with U ninety three. Oh yeah, it like, cuts through the room. It's talking about how he is the superior version and the uh, the the best iteration of everything that came before, and it's like I don't think we'd be friends. I am imagining like the the, the Terminator voices that they <laughs> use in forty k games. Yeah, just right. Needlessly bass filled. <laughs> Or it's like, how much can you? How much can you lift? And he's like, all the weight, all of your weight. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think there's any conversation yeah. that that Kess would want to have right with, uh, or, with Horrigan at this juncture. How much can you lift? Enough to carry your weight. To, to yeah, carry like your that's weight. yeah, like to carry Just... you and you and all and your kind, basically. Yeah. Enough to carry yeah. enough to carry the legacy of your kind for further. No thanks to you. <laughs> Thanks, thanks to me and my accomplishments, people will have a reason to remember your people. There it is. Yeah, that's that is exactly how that exchange can go. If you want that to be how it went, they'll remember. I, I'm going to say like the conversation does go exactly that way. Yeah, <laughs> they'll remember the history of Mandalore as the events leading up to. I actually just had a great idea. Uh -oh. I asked Jesnar for a squad of clones, but I can also. But can I just add on top of that? Would you think Horrigan would be willing to would be willing to have Horrigan come with a come with that squad for a live fire test? Uh, yeah, your cousin looks at you. It doesn't matter what Horrigan wants. Sure. Oh boy. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm gonna ask, I'm, I'm gonna use the question of uh, so the two questions I'm gonna use and one of them can not be helpful or whatever is uh, what should we be wary of when dealing with them? And what does he want, and how can we help him get it? Horrigan doesn't respect any other living thing's autonomy or right to sapience in the galaxy except himself and other Primaris clones. Okay. And at the first chance he'll get, he'll turn on you. And when I say you, I mean everyone. He <laughs> goes straight to the machine, toss his name to the void. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh. First chance he gets, and that chance will come here one day, but he is... Oh, and, uh, uh, yeah, what you be wary of is he's patient. Patient as shit. Watch out. <laughs> he's waiting for more to be made. 
Like <laughs> tens <laughs> of thousands, millions. Which is why we'd like to cut this off now, if possible. Yeah. If we're not telling him that. Oh my god. Uh, and for what does he want, the, the lie of it is I think you can infer what he wants from all this then. It's, it should be clear. Yeah. A forever war. He a wants brothers. War. Oh, not a forever war. 40, just 000. enough to get enough Primaris clones, and then they'll just sweep across the galaxy and get rid of everyone else, and it'll just be Primaris clones. That's the plan, guys. They bred him for ambition. I kind of want to play that game now. <laughs> Where it's like, Surprise, we're fighting... this is now Dark Heresy in Star we're, Wars. We're fighting Primaris clones, and they're like cradle ships. We're only they're making new ones as they travel. There, there is a chance this the could show Star up in Wars the third trilogy. game. Well, the, there's a third game coming up where you guys deal with Palpatine, or whoever is in that game deals with it, and it involves the last two games worth of, like, you know, setup. So maybe, maybe that's a problem. See, they've got some fresh people, so they don't know any context, and then tell them that this is Star Wars now, and... Oh my god, if we could find five people who've never seen a Star Wars before, and be like, oh yeah, yeah back be... there was a Clone War. Let's see, five people that haven't played in our games. Five new no people. Star Wars. Plus Peter, because <laughs> just, you just need to have Peter on board. Yeah. Someone has to take notes. Someone has to take notes, Pete. I'm imagining somebody completely redoing the Obi-Wan and Luke's talk where Luke's like, you were in the Clone War? But he's talking about the next Clone War. He was like, oh god, no. I was in the first, you were in the second Clone War. You were in the first Clone War? It's like, yes. The yeah. first, no, you were in the second Clone War? It's like, no, no, I was in the first Clone War. You know, Clone War Clone 1. War one Clone like, War yeah, 2. They talk about it like World War 1 and 2. <laughs> oh no. I was in the yeah. great Clone War. It's yeah, a great Clone War. <laughs> All right, I, I think the listener is getting annoyed because we're just, we're just coming up we're with ideas and playing the game. That's they'll a be so threat. That's... They'll, they'll be so upset <laughs> that they listen to this podcast and we're just do, making digressions about everything instead of advancing the plot. That All never right. happens. I mean, we should we should do something. <laughs> All right, so you understand Horgan's stance on things. I uh, do. You have any? Like, do we have? Do you have more questions for Horgan at the moment? Boom. No, I think we're done here. I uh, then I just I just will go up to Horrigan and I ask him how he fe- uh, so Horrigan as a new generation of clone soldier. How do you feel about your chances against a Force user? Ah, the the mystics. I have. Genetic memory imprinted upon my mind of my previous brother's victories and defeats. And if there is one truth I understand from the archives I've been given from the Republic's and the Emperor's conflicts with purging the renegades afterwards, it is this. They can't deflect something that hits. I have a feeling you'll be able to put that theory to the test quite soon. And then Horgan shows the Wheel of Democracy tattoo. Yes, Peter, he has the Empire... Or, no, he doesn't have the Empire symbol on him. He uh, He's not branded. The Empire mm-hmm. has that gear symbol, which we call the Wheel of Democracy in uh, in Pitch Black in the prequel game. Because <laughs> some of the clones get that before the Empire shows up. <laughs> the, the Republic cog. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, called the dear. Wheel of Democracy. That's what the, That was the, the pitch for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have that P because he that has like he hasn't been branded. 
yet. Ah. Could just reappropriate right. it later. But yeah, uh, so. that's him. The perfect clone. Hmm. The biggest of looks. Yeah, right? <laughs> yes. He's so big. <laughs> I don't like it. But I have a... I, I have a, be... a, a... I have a thing with him, and then if we take him out, and I can get another bond with him, and then a third bond, and then drop the Squire playbook, I'll make him a companion. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what you want. The moment you, you know, <laughs> drop your playbook, all your friends just come in and hang out with you. If you lay with dogs, you get Primaris Marines. <laughs> That's how the saying goes. Yeah, that's exactly. I never heard it any, way, any other way. <clears throat> right. All right. So we need to. I, I think we'll we'll kind of sidebar after a little while. Be like, yeah, all right, guys, where do we want to go from here? Uh, we need to go stop hostages from being hostages. Like, I think that needs to be our next goal, because that also gets us allies. And there are two sets of hostages on this planet. The um, Galaxy Machine Compact, their leaders basically being held hostage after their previous one was assassinated. Mm. And we have the Mandalorians, which we were trying to rescue before. They're now on this planet. Being used yep. for exactly. genetic material, I say, turning to face Jack. Cass. Cass, yes. They're using their gene seeds. Which is a thing. Manufacture more like any nods at a uh, Horian. So we should probably contact. Uh, well, uh, actually, uh, do we want to. He looks around. He's like, I guess this is actually probably the safest place to have this conversation. <laughs> I mean, is it? And I look around and I see a lot of the other Kaminoans just partying. <laughs> <laughs> just doing lines over there. <laughs> you know, like you do. Lamenting on how they have to start mixing it with flour in order to make it last. Anyway, anyway. It's like, what if we mix it with this pure caffeine powder? Oh, he died. <laughs> <laughs> but he sure was having a time right All up right. until then. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, if you want to find out where your hostages are, you're going to need to spend intel with your rebellion. That's the fastest way to do it, unless you want to do boots to the ground stuff. But if you want to do it fast and get to them quickly, it'd be intel. And you're already wanting to meet up with Jimmy Smiths and get him to do what he needs to do. So you're going to have to do another make contact. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, uh, that's going to roll with sense. I have two cents. Go for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Make contact communication oh. droid. Your, your little uh, battle droid antenna goes up. Can people help me out with this, right? Or like assist me? Yeah, I'm a, te- I'm a tech guy. I just give you the, the inputs you need. Okay, cool. I will roll with hope. Uh, five, five, five. Hey, cool. All right, uh, meeting goes so, well. Yeah. that happens. Spend force or intel. They'll pass on news. You'll pass on news. Okay. And you guys aren't robbing this place for intel? There is a piece of intel you can um, pull from here. Oh, there's also weapons I, if I, you want to steal some of the Mandalorian gear that's on display. I I, I do low-key want to try to uh, steal some some gear. Um, I'm not opposed to the idea. I just don't know how to go about it. I'm going to... Uh, 
Uh, I need to look up the moves again. Do we have like a moves uh, list? I don't think Fellowship has any steal something moves. Not well, unless it, you're like the it has, a, it has keep them busy. But I think keep them busy is courage, and I have minus one courage. You, you guys wanted getaway is the, is the rogue move, guys. You get away, draw no attention, you bring someone nearby with you, you get there quickly, avoiding any harm along the way. You just need to get a 10 plus on getaway. Yeah. I can, like, you know, the Mandalorians are deliberately not talking to anybody so as not to, you know, be dis- distracted. So while you guys are doing that, we're busy. Yeah, what kind of weapon are you swiping get? Things. Like, uh, what would be useful, do you think? Hmm. Let me see. What kind I'm of. I've got so many jetpacks here. I mean, I, I already have a jetpack. And like half, half to the give the rebellion. That's true. I mean, a lot of these things might have people's names on them, or like you just know yeah. whose they were. Yeah, basically. Like, I'm assuming they haven't been defaced. Yeah. No, they've just like, been recovered and were used for analysis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. There what is kind of, a, I... There's a suit of Battlemaster armor on display, and Battlemaster armor actually has a lot of weaponry built into it, like, you know, little whistling bird launchers, rockets, uh, you know, sniping tools, guns, all that stuff, knives, a bunch of bullshit made of Beskar. That whole suit would be, like, you know, uh, enough to count as, like, a force resource if you were able to donate to Rebellion. They'd be able to pull it apart and, like, turn it into, like, Make it make it last. Yeah, I would absolutely try to take that. If, uh, okay, how are you getting a full suit of Mandalorian battle armor out of here in a in a room full of nerds with my handy dandy cloaking device? <laughs> ah, there it is. That's <laughs> uh, what I do. All right, get away with grace. Yeah, and then I will also mark off uh, camouflage for my elder arts. Okay, so with Grace, we're able to get away. And then I don't believe I have hope for this. Uh, no, it's just you. Yeah. That is a 6 and a 3 plus 2 is 11. Well, there you go. So you probably uh, avoid any harm along the way and draw no attention and just book with the armor. So let me find the... Where is getaway? It's page 3 of the... Uh, of the playbook move list. There it is, yeah. I actually get to choose all of them because of... <laughs> if I want. Because oh, of well, there you uh, go. poetry in motion, I get an extra option, even on a 6-. So I get everything. Oh, you're fine. You do it. Um, you got it. You you robbed the force resource the, uh, here. If they, if they bring me along with them... Actually, I could just go along with them because they left. So could I tag along with that and also get gear that will basically just be... be uh, it's basically me preparing to change my playbooks to get like two blood <laughs> instead of zero blood. <laughs> Upgrades. People. Yeah, so you scavenge yeah. weapons tech. That's no problem. Beautiful. What's yeah, the no intel resource that's floating around here? Uh, one of the Cameron Owens here knows a secret about the uh, project that no one else knows, and they're blabbing about it because they're drunk. Ooh. Oh, I wine and dine then. So I uh, try and listen in on this. You're going to have to spend three precious. Which I uh, have. Yeah, I, because we had two sets of rewards from Gorgon the Hut after we rescued there you go. their beautiful baby boy. So I uh, spend that on fine delectables and such. <laughs> also, yeah, or, ordering in really like, like 
like like all of a sudden delivery people show up to bring in like even finer food that starts getting laid out. <laughs> all right, he all right. spills. So, turns out research and development was gifted a bunch of GNA sources for the uh, for the Primaris project, and they were going to use those as a new genetic baseline to kind of spruce up the Django Fett DNA for the next generation of clones. Didn't even need them for that, though. The original account holder donated us another set of uh, genetic material. And all we need to do is use those Mandalorians to bridge the gap between that material, them, and Django Fett. It all vertically integrates. Fantastic work. So practically speaking, what does this mean? Uh, if you prod him a little more, what that means is back in the day, this dude called Sifo Dyas hired the Kaminoan Cloning Guild to make the clone army and provided them with Django Fett. Uh, and like... Uh, not too long ago, like when they were going through the Primaris project again, uh, Sifo Dyas dropped off a DNA delivery. Like a bunch of fossilized Mandalorian bones from some crypt. And they were able to use that and the hostages that were just brought in to kind of bridge the generational gap and build a new working model of like the Django Fett DNA map and include the enhancements from the ancient uh, DNA. And that's what was one of the things that contributed to making the Primaris project so good. The, the original guy, Sifo Dyas, dropped off some material. That's the intel. It might not well, mean that much to your characters. Go for us. Yeah, yeah, that might not mean much to your character if you don't have a full story of how the Clone Wars work. But the rebellion getting that intel is different. Somebody cares about this. Yeah. This is a lead on somebody else's quest line. <laughs> yeah, it also it also makes sense to you guys in context later. <laughs> Neat. Okay, so that that's we, the one piece of intel. You donate that. Yeah, I'll donate it directly to the rebellion when we set up yeah. contact. So, so yeah, gives us uh, you guys two. bail. You guys bail on the party, and you get a communication hub up and running, and you contact your rebellion, and they'll patch in uh, Bail Organa because you want to talk to him about the money, right? Yeah, yeah. Bail will set that up for you. Like he'll he'll make the calls now and put out like a. Uh, a hyperspace uh, broadcast, like priority from Alderaan to like get that banking done through the banking plan. Cool. And that will stall the project long enough for us to do something about it. Yeah, you've officially stalled the project. Now the, the Empire is going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. But remember, Bale's going through proper channels, so this is going to get back to them pretty quick. Like They're going to find out immediately what's going on. The second they get a win that Alderaan money's in play, they know it's the Rebellion. Which means we need to move. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Duoclops is going to show up. Greetings. Like he'll walk in. He'll walk in after Bale uh, turns off the hologram, basically, and you guys deal with your rebellion and kind of give them the orders. I'm going to assume you're going to give them the orders to spend resources the way you want to spend them. Um, yes. You know what? If you spend like one, like one intel, it reveals something. I'm pretty sure. I was looking at that earlier. One Let's intel see. reveal discover the last known location of a leader or general, or reveal yeah, one so weakness or weakness move. So if you launder that intel, uh, dual clops will show up uh, on behalf of the rebellion because he was also, you know, looking into kind of working with them to deal with his his problems he's having, and uh, he'll come on down with the intel you need. We just spend two intel though because we're not in rebellion place. Oh, fair enough. So that means that our, our intel basically is washed clean then. We spent two. And oh, no. Uh, we you gave gain, two and you, spent two. You gain two from, yeah, bringing something to the rebellion, then you spend two. So 
Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Bing bam. Info in, info out. All right. Duoclops comes on in. So I shouldn't be telling you this, but the buyers for the project are on site now. And I know you're looking for those new donors that were brought in for the project. They're also on site there. They've been brought in recently. Um, and like, he'll give you the layout of the place and like what you need to know to get in. And yeah, it's actually pretty hard. It's an offsite, uh, facility basically that it's all being stored in. So out past this landing area, there's towers coming out of the ocean that go underwater. And, uh, they're in one of those. Is Void still with us right now? I mean, yeah, I'm around. Okay. I'm the redeemed still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it can only be accessed by... Guilt. <laughs> it can only be accessed by going underwater. There's like a racial and point defense system, and they have private security and drones. So if you try to get close to it, you'll probably get shot down or like arrested, or they'll know you're coming, or they'll put up like you know siege mode because it's like a third party private facility they've kind of erected, a fortress. So you have to go in from the water and go up from the bottom. But like getting access to it is impossible. No one has the credentials for it unless you're part of the project or unless you're like part of that empire. We turn to look at well, Void. Everyone turns as one and looks at Void. Well, I still have my you know, credentials. Then Duoclops can tell you where you go to get in. All right. He also says you don't want to be taking... Um, you, he also mentions casually dropping this, like it's nothing, that you probably don't want to try to take him from the air because there's been meteor storms the last few weeks. It's been very strange. Like, just a freak amount of meteors have been hitting the planet. But, like, it's an ocean planet? Not a big deal. What's a few eh. tsunamis? Right? Like, it doesn't really affect their cities the way they're built. It's like, oh, no, water washed over it. Eh, we're good. That's every day for them. Yeah. Whatever. We get to harvest some meteors. It's cool. Maybe we'll find, like, an ancient god temple or some nonsense that's usually in them. <laughs> it's like Florida's you know, reaction to a bunch of dead mine to a class one hurricane <laughs> yeah like, hey uh, hurricane elsa already came through hey, tell her to swing back by <laughs> what's wrong so, with you people <laughs> who are you all bringing uh to go on into this facility why are you why are people like this i think two mandalorian companions are definitely coming with me because you know okay it's kind of a honor thing i For have sure. a squad of I have the clone trooper mercenaries we have previously hired, as well as the squad of clone trooper soldiers and Horrigan from Jesnar that he loaned us. Oh, yeah. Jesnar's not going to send Horrigan to that facility. Are you drunk? You're going to have him attack his own facility? He can't do that. Sorry. He didn't understand. He thought, you go, like, bad. he thought you were going to go shoot mercenaries or, like, I don't know, droids or something. But no, 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 no. That's not happening. Sorry. All right, That's all just right. terrible. That was a long shot, but I thought I'd go for it. Uh, okay. Then there's the clone he, he trooper mercenaries. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so you got two squads of clone troopers. They're all, like, talking like that one voice actor and, you know, fist bumping, and they got their helmets ready, and they're all ready to go. Do we add them as a extra bond, or do we just, like... Yeah, uh, you can get a free bond with them because uh, your cousin basically hired them out for you. Cool. You know, he, yeah, as an apology for the Horrigan thing, it's like, you know what, I'll pay for it. It's all good. Okay. He'll set up the chain code contract. Nice. 
All right, so it looks like you got your team, and you're you should know that like what do you expect if you go on in with this team? They're gonna know that something's up if you're going into the facility like that, and it is staffed almost exclusively with Kamino and civilians. Um, there are going to be Empire soldiers there when you go in, and it's gonna be a firefight between your kills team and their security. You do have a kill team. This is a kill team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's yeah. We all know why we're going here. This is a <laughs> this is a death watch. <laughs> we can't keep using these terms. <laughs> right? It's like, no, no, no. Don't call it that. Horgan's going to call it that. I know he will. <laughs> <laughs> I was never in doubt. Clone Trooper um, Primaris, colon, kill team. Or colon, uh, death watch. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, death I also bring Meathead. <laughs> I also bring Meathead. I forgot about him. Hey, it's Meathead. Here he is. I, forgot it. I also forgot about Meathead. <laughs> he, he's about, false orders. He's about as big as that giant clone trooper from the Bad Batch team, probably. As for to give you an example between just how much record, bigger Horgan yeah. is. Yeah, record. Yep. I'm, okay. not, I'm not saying it with the horrendous accent. Uh so you guys are going to take a sub like a, like one of those like skimmer subs for the underwater it's going to dock into the fortress you have access codes you'll be able to get into the the dock itself will probably not be occupied because they've already unloaded everything and they're not expecting deliveries so you'll have to go to the bottom and make your way to the top maul and the kaminoan family are held hostage at the top in the penthouse suite the mandalorians are being held hostage in the science bay kind of in the bottom middle like where they do the actual research and development where people work people live at the top work at the bottom on site uh and the data backups like the the sort of core research data will probably be in a a data vault um it'll be on site somewhere and it'll have physical data you'll have to pull off of it like in drive format because digital stuff doesn't really work the way you think it does in star wars okay sound good all right I'm going to hit pause. Do we have... Uh, okay, and we're back. Scratch pad. Yeah, the scratch pad's up. Uh, so you guys head on down to a nearby dock. Uh, you know, an elevator will take you down to lower levels where there's an aqua dock. Um, you basically give all the credentials to one of the automated trams there, and it uh, begins driving you towards the offshore facility. So, yeah, uh, the water is dark and turbulent because there are storms. Um, your lights and your radar show you the evidence of large shapes moving on the extreme periphery of your safety sensors. And, like, what the uh, what the Guardian nets they've set up around various installations are, you know, discouraging local Leviathan and wildlife from coming on in. Um, oh, no, the Subnautica. Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, like a lot like Samonica, they have to deal with mega predators under the water because it's an ocean planet. They get big. Megafauna. Water creatures get big. <laughs> Less gravity you got to deal with, I guess. So buoyant. Uh, yeah, so then, you know, the darkness eventually gives way to the facility. It looks like there's a shelf here that rises out of the planet that they've drilled into and built the tower out of and it looks like a big spire with like balconies and rings around it that have like walkways connected to it you know like a like a large broadcast antenna but it's a facility basically a, a place where people work uh you dock mm-hmm. uh the tram um 
goes up into a docking level. It, it pushes all the water out. So when the door opens, the tram is half submerged in water. You have a gangway that leads up to, um, you know, the stable ground. And there's like a pool of water that the, the, the vehicle's in. It'll have to submerge and drive out a tunnel like in any submarine dock. Oh, yeah, of and course. You guys disembark. That we do. So, how many big uh, fish? How do you keep your giant fish out of these tunnels? Gun turrets, probably. Great difficulty, yeah. but yes, also a lot of gun turrets. Sonar machines or whatnot, shield arrays, ray shields. Yeah. <laughs> the invisible lightning fence underwater. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you work at it. Yeah. You build in the safe shallows. Uh, so this dock is empty. No one has arrived yet. You guys are filtering on in out of the tram. There are three objectives. The first one would be the Mandalorians. The second would be probably the data if it's along the way. And the third would be the people at the top of the tower. Um, data is really the one you don't know the location to. You just got to find out where the data vault is. Okay. So, uh... Yeah, plan out your... Uh, how are you going to get on in? How are you going to go through this place? How are you going to get the Mandalorians out? Hmm. Well, I don't know if we can leave the same way we got in. Uh, but I don't see why we couldn't. Maybe we smuggle our X-Wings in. <laughs> <laughs> They're in this space right now. <laughs> we brought our horses with us. Actually, that could God. be uh, one of the things that we maybe have like one of our helper people do. They just like... We can maybe spend fourth on this later. I um, I go to one of the local nearest terminals. I sure. just sort of connect it to my ARM computer and start trying to hack it to figure out uh, where everyone is. And for that, I'm going to roll a look closely. Go for it. Slice into the system. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, anyone want to help you with this? or? Uh, I'll give you a hand, yeah. Okay. I said, actually, yeah, I also hook you in because I would use your computing power. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if I'm very good at this. <laughs> and, then he, and then he plugs you in and you go limp. Yeah. <laughs> you have a building okay. keyboard in your back that so, he uses. Yeah, depending on how well the rolls is how much slapstick happens. <laughs> Alright, I rolled a I rolled a six and a two, that makes it eight. Okay. Oh, do you All not right. have sense? So, I do. I my sense is from two. So. Oh, six plus. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So three questions from the list. You're gonna find one answer the hard way. Yep. All right. Um. What's the? S Where's the data? What's the catch? Yeah. Uh. We'll get there. Where are? What's where are the Mandalorians located? Mandalorians are being uh, held in secure facilities. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm answering ahead of you. Continue. Yeah, uh, let me let me just think. Like, let me know if you, you guys come up with better questions for these. But for now, I'm thinking where are the Mandalorians located, where is the data located, and uh, what's what method? Well, what's what emergency um, life rafts are in the facility just to sort of get them out? Because we know where the hostages are at the top floor, but. I'm glad you asked about that, because that's going to come up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start answering questions. Uh, so emergency life rafts, this facility, of course, is equipped with a full suite of emergency life vehicles and uh, escape pods. Uh, fully stocked, fully equipped, ready to go. Easy peasy. 
where are the Mandalorians? They're being kept in a research facility detainment area. Um, you know, not close by, but it's it's closer than everything else that you're looking for. Uh, and you'll just have to head towards it. Uh, and as for, what was that other one? Where's the data archive? It's not on any records yeah. here in the schematics. Sure, hmm. buddy. Okay. Which means that it would have to be in a physical, it would be in a hard, it would be in a hard drive, like a physical hard drive somewhere secure. Or yeah, it's data, right. uh, It should be in a data vault or a physical location. Uh, and it's not in any of the records you can find in the computer. They've, they've obfuscated its location. Cool. So I'm going to roll sense. sense if this is an off the, you know, off the books project. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is your next move from here? We, so we know where we're going at least. So yeah. Well, we know where the Mandalorians are, so maybe we should go free them. Yeah. Probably have Void leading us in case we run into uh, official trouble. <laughs> we should also probably steal some things. We can do that on the way. Rob, rob this place a little. Yeah. I mean, there's just all this juicy intel everywhere. Well, all I right. mean, we're, when we free the Mandalorians, they'll probably want gear to use to help us out, to also help us steal things. When you free the Mandalorians, they'll be indentured to us. They're not Wookiees. It's not, it's not how this... Mayfair <laughs> says that, by the way. This is the way. Uh, I feel like I just kind of turned and shush him. I, I, I look at Kess like... <laughs> I, 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 I look at you, Kess, like... Is it, uh, let's have a head of like, is this actually the way? Or? No, no. It's, let's, go, let's go get them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> All right, so let's do a bit of a long journey through this whole little thing to get to the uh, to get to the big conflict of the session. So, scene one: Who wants to be the person that has to solve a problem? Who wants to suggest a problem? And like, you could do stuff like we have to save the Mandalorians. Like that could just be the scene in here. We just start that off, or it'd be like you get ambushed along the way. Uh, I scene think one. <laughs> you know, Maul's monologue over the intercom and, you know, pretending something nasty. He's, uh, he's not talking what? over the intercom, I'm, I'm going to say, just because uh, okay. he's, he's doing something on the top floor, just as an FYI. He's busy. Uh, maybe we walk in, like, in our mission to steal things, we end up walking into the, uh, the display room, or, like, the testing chamber. <laughs> So, like, we have some problems that we need to deal with, such as, you know, live fire tests, but we could also get access to some stuff along the way. Like, if we stop this turret from shooting at us, we can use it in the future. <laughs> hmm, maybe, yeah, if you go into a weapons lab. All right, so scene one, weapons lab. Who wants to be the person running the scene? Like, uh, like the, the kind of, you know... It's like, hey, there's going to be a weapons fire test. Who's the one that's going to be taking point on this one? Uh, I can go ahead and take it. All right. Uh, so, so Insuling has suggested so like, one thing and has done one thing for himself. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, no, I cut in line. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's a, 
It's a live fire test thing. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a weapons development lab, and it's going through automated testing right now. So you come on in and like, you know what they have? You know what they have? Here's what they have. They have made a huge leap in research and development as you break into this lab um, because you're going through it and there's no people in there because these are montages as you're moving through the facility. Uh, and they have taken Horrigan's uh, E-Web repeating blaster tech and they've taken the power plant tech and they've made a leap in technology jump because Horrigan was just a, a prototype, you know, proof of concept. They can take it further now. They know how to work with that new power armor technology and they can make it fit for the new generation of soldiers. So there is a gauntlet that looks like it's supposed to resemble the power armor Horgan's built into and the fingertips are all, and the, the middle finger on it is extended forward and it's firing a beam of energy out at a... Uh, you know, a testing plate and it's cutting through it. <laughs> and it's extremely um, Just powerful. as another note, I, I want to say that the reason that I we came in it. through this way is because we opened a door or we, we saw guards or, you know, people who would be a problem. So we're like, all right, let's go this other way and ended up sneaking into the live fire room. <laughs> we're like, Whoops. oh no, all right, <laughs> this is potentially worse. Yeah, when you guys come in, the door shut around you, and like uh, targets are going down and popping up around the room, including behind and around you guys. And the and the gauntlet is just swinging around on uh, motors and like mechanical arms, targeting, shooting things fast, uh, and it's just cutting through stuff. It's 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 a powerful weapon. It's a uh, it's the new uh, experimental technology for them, the digi laser. I love it. <laughs> you love it, and you desire it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, it's a laser. It's on a digit. Yeah. Yeah. It's also <laughs> a Warhammer 40k reference. It's yeah, yeah, I know. yeah from, it is. Uh, okay, good. I'm, I didn't know who knows what. Yeah, I, I know. That, that, that was the goddamn it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so you guys are in immediate danger. All of you have soft cuts coming to you for being damaged by this thing. Awesome. Um. <laughs> oh god! Who wants to go first? Who wants a spotlight? All right, I'll try to. I immediately try to overcome. I immediately just start like cartwheeling away from the laser when it comes near me, trying to overcome harm. Yeah, go for it. That sounds good. Uh, who else? Yeah, I was gonna try to probably like gain a little altitude and hopefully get out of its targeting range if it's just going for stuff on the uh, on the floor in oh. the range. Oh, yeah. No, once it shoots around and you guys start moving, uh, the other fingers open up and they also start firing. They're targeting all of you and the targets. You've, you've okay. tripped in that case, I'm trying to make sure that I... testing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In that case, I'm going to try to, like, you know, dodge what I can, move, get out of the way of what I can, but also catch anything that does hit me on my armor to stop it from really hurting well, me. Yeah. We could like try disabling it together, so we could you know overcome together with hope and blood and so on. Yeah, that's fair. I'm gonna take yeah. a, I'm gonna take a shot at it. Uh, I'm gonna take one of the targets, and uh, because like I assume that when it, hit, when it hits it, there's at least like a second that it's like hitting the target before it just blasts through. <laughs> uh, they're they're continue the the lasers are continuous beams, not uh, like yeah. Bullets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, I take one of the targets and I will assist somebody in uh, All right, that, working to overcome. Sh should I? Uh, should I? I'll be roll up my acrobatics will be more to keep it busy. So just like concentrate and target me while I twirl, flip, and all right, well, that's about. a good idea. Well, that means you take damage, son. Roll, keep them busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, just, just, that means you're not dodging the cut. Or... 
Yeah, I'll, 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 I will assist uh, Kess, I think it is, right? So are you also yeah. really trying busy? No. L- Lamnar is the one. Uh... Lamnar, okay, okay. To, yeah. I was going to back to the someone, thing, like, who's talking? <laughs> to give someone hope, you have to be doing the same move and doing the same action with them, basically. So if like you're both trying to keep it busy, uh, you can give the person who's rolling hope. But that means you're keeping them busy, which means you're going to get shot. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. All right, I, so, yeah, I rolled hope. a... Uh, yeah, I rolled a seven. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see what's going on here then. Uh, keep them busy by time. Their attention is yep. now all on you. Uh, so you take the, you mm-hmm. both take the damage for keeping it busy. And the rest of you guys don't have to worry about being shot because it focused all their attention on it. So the fingers are shooting you guys and trying to rip through you. Okay. All right. Who's up next? Right, this well, thing it's... is a threat, by the way. It has stats. I don't have them written down because you don't need to worry about that. It just has stats. Honestly, this is good for me, both especially because I'm getting web from this. Yeah. Uh, would it be would it be an, an overcome to try to like take a shot at it while it's distracted and try to hit, hit a weak point? So, because it's because oh, it's a threat, you have to build advantage on it. So figure out a way to gain advantage that someone else can take advantage of well, to finish it and take it out. I'm keeping it busy. That's the advantage. Like it's distracted by me. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. Well, there you Completely go, on them right now. Yeah, yeah, then you're good to go. All right, where is finish then? Or wait, oh, there it is. It's the first one. Okay, roll so with blood. I, I got. I, I got to point out: if you roll with blood, you're killing it, which means you're destroying it. Uh, if you want to keep this, you have to roll with sense to disable it. Okay. Oh, that's true. So yeah, to disable or knock them out. Um, I mean, if you just get at least get a seven, you can do some damage to it. Yep, and only have two senses. True. Uh, I don't have hope just because of the advantage, which is fine. Um, yeah, I can go ahead and roll sense. I don't have a bonus to that, which is why, but it's fine. Yeah, I'll try to. I'll try to. Well, okay. Excuse me. Does someone say I ought to disable it? Because my first instinct when this thing is shooting everyone in the room is to make it stop doing that. Don't uh, break it. I want it. Yeah. I say I'll okay. get it shot. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <That's> ah! <fair. laughs> I was standing in front of you with the, like, the target thing. It shoots to the target, hits me, and I'm just like, ah! Neither, neither of you are having a great time. So yeah, alright, I'll try to disable it. Go for it. I have three armor, I'm fine. <laughs> that is a one and a six, which is seven. So on a seven to nine, I damage them and lose the advantage. And okay, you're so you no longer being it. kept busy. Alright, one of its stats goes down, um, which means it's going to start overheating and eventually destroy itself because you destroy its uh, heat sink connections. But it's going to start to melt down now. All right. So it is now going to throw uh, an attack now uh, because keeping them busy is over. So it gets to retaliate. uh, And it's going to retaliate by shooting all of you again. (laughs) Of course. Also, it does burning now. Oh. Oops. And now there's a fire. Now there's a fire. But hey, it only has one stat. Uh, okay. All you gotta do is disable it. Okay. Um. Can I. Uh, is it like. Is it hooked into a computer or something on the pedestal it's on? Uh, like there's a robot arm coming down from the ceiling that the gauntlet's like built into. The gauntlet's not like a one for one recreation of Horgan's. It's just shaped the same. It has a lot of the same internal components, but it's not like a finished piece of power armor. And that thing is what's moving the gauntlet and the fingers around, swinging around the room wildly with cables attached to it. Ah, all right. In which case, uh, 
Well, for first of all, for keeping it busy, we took one damage, both Uma and myself. Correct? Yep. Okay, I'm just going to knock off some of my armor for that. Okay. Secondly... I, I uh, can also heal you if you want to save your uh, armor. That's fine, I have Bacta as well. I can deal with that later. Awesome. <laughs> uh, then I'm going to just use one of my web to uh, basically pull it off the robot hand. Alright, go for it. Uh, you got to get advantage on it, right? Uh, no, just when an enemy Actually, makes a move against you, you can spend one web, web to trigger a trap before they make that move. They try to shoot us. Oh, okay. And what trap are you triggering? Uh, manipulate. It's it's an inanimate object on okay, a robot so hand. So. Well, it's it's not an inanimate object on a robot hand. It's inanimate. It's a threat. It's a it's an NPC attacking you. It, it's super okay, animate. Case... Of all the things it is, it is animate right now. But here's <laughs> okay, the thing. In that case... You doing your thing... Uh, with the webbing, if you like hold it down Spider-Man style with webbing, that could give someone else advantage. Yeah. All right. In which case, I'll just uh, just get the catch, which basically just immobilizes it. Yeah. Perfect. All right. It's temporarily immobilized. Who wants to go in and save the day? Uh, I'll uh, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, Boom ninety three runs in, and it's like, I got it, guys. <clears throat> and uh, we'll <laughs> jump on it and start trying to like get the get like the the uh, what is it like the servos and everything that are moving this thing to stop? Yeah, just just or look for an off switch. Like what he's looking for both. Let's see. That is a five and a three plus two is ten. All right, yeah, you disable it. It is disabled. Like you you shut the whole thing down. <laughs> he's like, I did it. <laughs> Almost surprised. <laughs> Yeah, the hand goes limp, and you're, if you like, just tear the hand part of this off, that's, that has all the critical components you'll need to take this back and rework it into something else later. Perfect. It's a surprise tool. Yeah. You can't really do anything with it the way it, it currently runs because you need the big power plant for it, which you guys aren't going to be carrying around a giant power plant for a little hand weapon. But you could probably reorganize it into something else that like fires the same or like has a different effect that, you know, it, it'll be a weapon. If only we had some force powers kyber crystals. Yeah, there you go. Get to get yourself some kyber crystals. There it is. <laughs> Where can we find those? On Jeddah. That's you guys. Mm -hmm. No, you guys. You guys were asked to go to Jeddah, where uh, Saw Guerrera is. That's where they harvest kyber crystals from. Yeah, we're gonna this go was there. This is a plot to Rogue One. It was, in fact. Uh, just imagine someone like going to that kyber crystal mine, just setting off the, one of them, and then it chain reacting to the whole planet explodes or something like that. That yeah, that is probably what know. would happen. <laughs> okay, so I'm just, uh, I'm just yeah. <laughs> so you guys get your resource. You could add that to a character sheet somewhere, and like you know, uh, once you guys get some downtime, that will turn into something. I'm sure. Um, what is the next scene? Uh, I recommend it being the Mandalorians and someone taking the lead on that. Okay, I can take the lead on on rescuing the Mandalorians. All right, what's the twist for this, or what uh, what's the setup? I I see like a pretty standard, you know, they're in cells, break them out. Maybe there's guards, but maybe you guys have a better idea. Hmm. Beyond them being in, like, hmm, what kind of twist? I meant more take the lead on handling the problem as opposed to. Uh, Coming up with like having the idea for it because I assumed you had a thing. Uh, I do have stuff, but, but uh, if anyone else has anything, we can keep going. Hard to think on the feet. I don't really have anything for the Mandalorian prisoners. Uh, 
Yeah, that's no problem then. All right, so uh, let's just do that. You guys, Maybe they're uh, in the middle of genetic harvesting. Um, nah, because then then you got the problem where you got to like they might be hurt or injured, and you got to deal with that. And that makes them like a like a resource you have to protect, then something that can like kick in an aid. So yeah. yeah, let's do. You guys get to the right level after moving through that weapons lab. Um, there are going to be guards. So are you going to go in guns blazing? I don't think I can cloak all of us, unfortunately. Yeah, we have like two <laughs> squads of soldiers, meathead, and so forth, with us. I mean, I think that if we were ever going to go anywhere guns blazing with the group that we have now, we, th this is it. This is the plan. <laughs> yep. I think, uh, I think we are all pretty right. much going in guns blazing. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's going to be guards, um, clone troopers, like clone guards are here with the, the mark on their faces and whatnot. Um, mm. Yeah, get ready for a firefight then. <laughs> I actually, Void, do you want, can you maybe talk to them to opening up the release of the prisoners or God damn prisoner it, Void. transfer or something? <laughs> Keep forgetting he's here. <laughs> I don't. Very, I, you're very I, quiet. Yeah, we, like I purposely we, don't bring up the fact that he's here. <laughs> we weren't yeah. paying attention to him. Now he makes a cut against us. Oh no. Yeah. I can make demands of, you know, dominions freely, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is just like a detention cell. It's it's nothing really like extravagant. It's not like horrifically cruel. It's a detention area. The Mandalorians are in, in their cells alone. They don't have their weaponry with them. They're not like they're not being treated super terribly at first look, you know, forever help for, for whatever value that has for you. But like, it's not like they're chained up and being like stabbed in the balls with torture prods constantly. You know, it looks, <laughs> I mean, it looks yeah. like a pretty stock prisoner scenario. Mm -hmm. <laughs> huh. I mean, you need to get, you know, keep your genetic stock healthy for all the harvesting. For all the yeah. harvesting. This is a larder. Oh. All right. Well, I guess, yeah, Void, are you going to try to uh, talk down the guards? Sure. I guess I'll tell them that, you know, we're transferring them, you know, just to release them and so on and so on and hand them over to these clone troopers over here that we have with us. Yeah. Okay. That obviates the problem because you're the nemesis. Uh, yeah. They released the soldiers for you. They released the Mandalorians to your care. There. Hmm. I don't suppose they know anything about where the data is held. The the, the clones they just got here. They don't they don't know the layout. Hey, carry on. Good soldier follows orders. Yep, they nod. Uh, so you got the Mandalorians back. They're with you. I'm assuming you get uh, a little bit away from this area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. We yeah, I. I assume some of the mercenaries we have brought extra weapons to just hand over to the prisoners. Absolutely, and they'll stock yeah. up. Uh, do you want to know anything about the scenario from them? Do you want to get any intel from them? I guess that could be the next scene, like scene three. Is like scene yes. five. You guys find an area to rest after uh, avoiding an entire firefight with a squad of people. Uh, scientists mm -hmm. are like moving away from you guys and keeping a distance just in case, because they know voids here, but they don't want to get mixed up in like any interference that's probably for the best yeah, yeah. uh so yeah you yeah. sit them down you're in a like a rest area kind of uh what do you got uh well you know besides checking over them to make sure that they're, they're mostly unharmed um I, 
They're pretty good spirits and pretty good health, actually. Um, it looks like they haven't been really that injured by their treatment here. It kind of doesn't look like any like real experimentation has been done to them at all. Hmm. Yeah, it's a little just they've been harvesting their blood, more or less. Uh, they were for a while. Um, but then they kind of just stopped a few weeks into it. And instead, we're asking them to... Um, Instead, they're as- they started asking them to give like references to like like cultural context or translations. Um, it was uh, it was an odd change of thing uh, of pace. Mm-hmm. Probably has to do with the uh, new genetic material we heard about from the uh, from from the original what the fuck was it account holder? Cyphodius, so, yeah, yes, that uh, Cyphodius, yeah. the wizard, yeah. Okay. I would, uh, I would, I would probably fill them in on what we've learned about, like the the what's been done with uh, what, what project they have been made a part of. They give you con- with that context, they're able to kind of like share resources and kind of get a vague idea. A, a lot of the things the Kaminoans are asking to translate for came from an era of time uh, they're familiar with because you know they're Mandalorians that are part of Mandalorian culture. Um, of, a, of an ancient time when the Mandalorians ruled in between the change of power between Mandalore the Conqueror and Mandalore the Prophet. Hmm. Do you guys well, know the story of that? Have I told particular... the story of that in this game? Possibly, but it might have been season one. I The story about, uh, about their war with the Jedi and how that ended. There was like yeah. the... Yeah. The brief recap is Mandalore the Conqueror uh, led a glorious crusade against the galaxy, and uh, basically they were hunting the, them and the Jedi had gone to war. Um, at one point they sacked a Jedi temple and like abducted some of their people and put them into their ranks, and that person grew up to become Mandalore the Prophet and slew Mandalore the Conqueror and like reformed the, the Mandalorians under a new directive, basically. Uh, and he was like a Force-sensitive Mandalore. So what they're saying is all of the translation data and work they're doing was like Bridget was like for that era of time. Okay. Why would they want that? This is something they don't know. Darksaber again. Is Mole after that again? Fucking um, again. It didn't really come up. Like they didn't really ask about the Darksaber. But I mean the implication is that, you know, Mandalore the Prophet was the wheel of Darksaber, right? Um, no, no, actually, no, the, the, the dark saber's origin is it was a uh, treasure stolen from a Jedi temple. Like it was a, it was a a war prize. Uh, What do you call that? What's the Mm. word for that? A spoil, a bounty, a spoils of war. war, Yeah. 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 Like that was loot. It was loot. It was looted quite literally from the Jedi. Mandalore, the prophet didn't made his own lightsaber or, it, it's hard to say if he even had one. The the legends are different. A lot of them say he didn't have a lightsaber at all. He had Mandalorian technology. It's a point of contention between some chapters. It is. It it honestly is. Like there's no like some do make the obvious assumption that the dark side saber is his, but the dark side saber actually has like registered chronological history among various organizations between the Jedi, the Republic, and the Mandalorians, and like it predates this. Like it happened during the time that the Prophet would have been abducted from whatever temple he was a part of. But I can't imagine just why they seem... would need... Sorry. It just doesn't seem to be related to the case, the, the Darksaber. Yeah. I still, I still, I don't know why they would need cultural touchstones on that period. 
Well, mm. we can obviously ask him all about it. That seems like something of his own personal project. Are the Mandos familiar with what Maul's up to in this lab? Um, like they were his prisoners. Yeah, they, they knew that they were using them for, like, you explained the gene projects. So they kind of understand that. But for the most part, it, he kind of kept a lid on it and didn't really interact with them. Makes sense. Mm. Like, and uh, did they see any other parts of this facility that maybe used to store data or, like, were there, like, any other other parts of it that might indicate where the, like, a vault or a secure location that they might have witnessed? You'd have to talk to staff. Staff would know that stuff. Okay. They don't get to, they didn't get to see any of the facility except the holding areas. Yeah, they were prisoners. Yeah. There's a lead researcher. Okay. The lead researcher would know all this. Okay. Do we know where the lead researcher might be? Yes, that could be the next scene. Ooh, cool. All right. All we right. should go find him. Okay, uh, you guys take your entire squad, and I'm assuming head up another level. Um, when you get to the lab of the administrator, like the lead researcher, that's going to be guarded by clones. What's your next move? Go get a manager. <laughs> I mean, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. just talking uh, to you. Okay. Mr. Right, so has you executive team? authority. Well, I guess I'll just tell them that, you know, I need to see the main researcher, the head researcher. With your whole group of people? <laughs> uh, I guess we could just, uh, you know, the, just the, the, a, the answer can us. be The answer can be yes. The answer sure. can't be a good soldier follows orders. Yeah. <laughs> they, they'll just, a soldier doesn't ask questions. <laughs> yeah, they'll just stand down and let the entire group cross on through. So, yes. You're, you're the nemesis, Peter. You have dark authority. You just you can just, do, <laughs> you can just pull this stunt. Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, you get to go into the lab, which is unguarded, because now you have, like, or the, the office, I guess. Uh, a Kaminoan turns around uh, looking at you. Um, sees that the guards like just let you come in. You must be We're from our the data. You must be from our benefactors. I, I met your coworker upstairs. Yes, I am from the Spider Snake Alliance. Okay, well, I'm very busy working on your project. What can I do for you? Well. We'd like to get a copy of the data, or the data itself, because we think this facility might not be safe for long. You okay? And you'll have a, you'll have ownership of that once you pay. I mean, that's coming along the way. Okay. Well, when it does, you can have it. Hmm. Unlike your little hmm, hostage upstairs, I'm not really worried about a blaster bullet going through my brain. The information in there is valuable to the project. You can't bully me into giving up the three secrets before you pay me. Oh, Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. I can kill you and bring you back. Over and over. Uh -huh. But let's not go... <laughs> That far, <laughs> <laughs> clank, oh, like dance, clapping together. Um, I'm gonna roll softly. <laughs> That'd be a quiet chat. <laughs> Good cop, bad a quiet, 
Oh, hey. You just go over and be like, hey, buddy, I'm on your side here. Yeah. <laughs> clank, 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 next to him. I got a third, uh, what is that, a nine, ten, I got an eleven. Twelve. All right, perfect. perfect. So uh, what do you got for me? I got to look up that move again. You should really have the... You should really have the short sheet open. Is. This is the playbooks document for book three. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's. I'm on the laptop because it's really comfy in bed instead of like yeah. being sitting at the computer where my cat can poke my toes to get me to play fetch with him. It's this whole thing. All right. <laughs> uh, so I want. I what can they tell us about the thing that we're asking them? I forgot exactly what we're asking them. For the data. Yeah. The so data on the project. So like I, I, I schmooze them a little bit. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, <coughs> hold on. And um, I, I, I like slip a bottle of uh, I, I don't know, um, uh, Catharian absinthe out of like a pocket, like slide it across the table to them and use one of my precious items. You'd be like, hang on now. <laughs> so I get All a right. bond with him. Also get, I also get a second bond because I spoke softly. <laughs> There you go. All right. My companion. Do you want me to name this guy, or do you have His a name? His name's Doctor Toxic. Doctor <laughs> Toxic Nar. Uh, yes, Toxic Nar. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle, hey, Uncle Toxic, is that you? Yes, it is. Uh, surprise. <laughs> He's, uh, he's never been the same ever since he had to divorce his first wife, Dr. Poison, from the Skako and Techno Union. He's a character in the other game. She married a Dathomir Force Witch and built her a vampire cyborg droid. That was nice of her. Yeah. Yeah, crazy times in that previous game. A lot of stuff going on with witches. <laughs> a lot of witches. <laughs> so many witches. <clears throat> so yeah, a lot why, of dead why, why, could you, why could you tell us a... What can you tell us about this? All right, what do you want to know? What are you, what are you looking for? What, is he, uh, what do you want? What do we want, guys? <laughs> you gotta uh, want something. Where the data's located? Oh, well, the data's off-site. They do use off-site data storage. Everything here is through a terminal so that it can't be compromised in the event of like someone trying to take over the entire facility like you're doing right now. Perfect. So what happens if we wanted to get that data? You'd have to go to the off-site facility and take it out. Yeah, but like, where, where's, where's the facility? Like, he knows where it is. He could tell you where it is. Is that what you want? You want to know yeah. where it is? I want to tell you where it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's... I mean, he'll, that one's going to be a hard one. I guess you can just get the answer to the question, though. No, you got to convince him. You got to convince him to, like, give it up. He, this is a $60 billion deal. So, uh, uh, Uncle Nar, it's me. Kes. Yeah. I know how this That's conversation goes. <laughs> uh, so, okay, do I use my own name frequently? It, no, I use other people's <laughs> names. They're the first thing I think about. It's like, what's your phone number? It's like, I don't know. I've never had to call myself. <laughs> Uncle Nar. It's me, Lamb. Sure. Yeah. We, uh, nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. We put down the d- down payment for buying this project. If you want, you can just call up Duoclops. He'll confirm that. 
We have the money's already in escrow heading this way. It's just that our major concern is the original buyers. I just look up where we think uh, Mall is. Probably won't take that well. So we want to ensure that they won't take the project. Can you help us out here? I mean, yeah. A little moment. He confirms that. Like he just does a quick like email back and forth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I know where the offsite copies are. I can give you the location info. I would like to not be on site when uh, before I give you the info. Yeah, the info though, and we're good to go. All right, where uh, I look back at the people we rescued. Uh, you want to go with them on the escape uh, rafts when we head out? Do they well, look I'm like they would be happy with their office? Uh, okay, so just give us the info and then head off. Well, no, I'm going to go in the escape pod, and I'm going to, and then I'm going to beam the coordinates to you. Yeah, that that makes sense. That's fine. All right. Well, uh, he grabs um, his things and packs up his office real quick in a, like a little like Camtano or whatever they call those things, Camtanos. Uh, and then he gets into his escape pod, which looks really fancy and really nice, and hits the button, and it just ejects on out, and there he goes. You get perfect. the coordinates. <laughs> Good. We don't have you want to Snapchat? The, well, you want to Snapchat those for later? <laughs> <laughs> Snapchat uh, screen capture done. Okay, uh, next scene. Then that was the data center. Uh, I think we're. I think we're down to just going up to meet Mall. I think so. Sounds yep. good. All right, so you get into the elevator. You're going to go up to the top floor, the penthouse suite, where Maul is holding uh, some Kaminoan family hostage. He is definitely there. He's definitely super pissed. And he definitely has... Uh... Maul can't take away your dark authority. Only the leader can, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but only the top dog. He can do that any time, so... Only the top dog Maul can, can try to. Re- what Maul so... can do is remind him of his uh, allegiance, though. Ah, so Mo would have to call, you know, Steelhead and ask him politely. Yeah. Which never yeah. happen. Mo would have to call Steel and be like, your apprentice is telling my soldiers to do something. He's like, you, you, if you can't deal with my apprentice on your own, then it really makes a lot of sense while I'm in charge and you're simply the Emperor's failed apprentice. Don't worry. I don't think if you oh as a man, nobody does. Despite what everyone else says, I don't think you're half a man. Jesus. I don't think you're lesser. Hard cut right Sith there. Lords. Ooh, you're going to need a 10 plus to overcome that one. They're all such assholes. <laughs> we just put Devin alone, with, alone in a room. With a bunch of mirrors, <laughs> that's how I came up with all these, uh, with all these bad guys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, you have, still have dark have authority. Maul can't pull it from you. So I guess we just uh, take our Mass Effect elevator right up to the top floor. Yep. Yeah, long yeah, loading screen. You know, everyone's everyone's <laughs> cocking their weapons and checking their sights and getting ready to go fight a red blade. There's a, there's a loading screen help help tip that's like when you actually use the rules of the game, <laughs> things go a lot better. <laughs> I, I, I do almost scrub. want the, 
what is the what is the person who made this game go by now? Like I think Vel. it used to be something else. Vel, I, Vel. I, I just imagine Vel being like listening to one of the, like the last game and being like, why aren't they using moves? <laughs> and then the, listening to this one and being like, there it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like I worked so hard mm. to make this game and you're not using it. <laughs> I just I find it interesting that you set up this very nice combo of clone soldiers that would be a nightmare for us to fight, and we're just we have void. We do. It's very convenient. Yeah. Thanks, Zuko. Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, you get to the top of the elevator. It opens up into a grand little ballroom area that looks high above the ocean world of Camino. Um, you know, chandeliers. There's neon, like, electro hologram kind of art everywhere. Uh, there's sea creatures. Like, all of the walls and floors are transparent and have sea creature ecosystems floating through them and swimming through them. It's gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful and alien. Uh, and there's a bunch of Kaminoans huddled on a couch looking scared and Maul staring out the window with his back to you, uh, you know, hand in his hand, hand in his hand behind his back, you know, ruminating. Season. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So, uh, yeah, you guys come on scene. Who wants to, who wants to make the first, uh, who wants to take the first talk, first action, first, uh, tone setting? Mole. He doesn't turn around. Apprentice. Not yours. And not his either. Seems that way. Might I remind you of where your loyalty should be lying and what we are to accomplish if you are to follow us? Are you doing Skywalker's bidding now? Doing who's bidding? Skywalker? Skywalker. You had to go there. I was trying. I meditate every single day, and you want to bring the witch out of me. And he turns around. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone starts, everyone starts cocking their weapons. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, he, uh, he, oh, he, <laughs> he draws his sword. He draws his he draws his vibro sword, and yeah, that was the line. You got to bring the witch out of me. Good, <laughs> uh, don't give, uh, to ask about his nemesis enemy something something. I mean, you could you could talk to him. He's here. You just decided to go for the throat and immediately start uh immediately put you on the wrong footing with him. <laughs> I am making the same So why are you doing this? It's a resource mission. It's a resource mission. It's not complicated. We just want better troops. This is maintenance. This is just a day. This is a work day. Not everything's a scheme, apprentice. You got to do the work. So, anyone else have anything to add? Yeah, anyone else want to interact with Darth Maul? The, the, or, I guess, just Maul? Kess is giving me enough time to monologue before he starts shooting. 
<laughs> because if you remember the last time we, we talked with Maul, I uh, spent a use of the faces of those who have wronged me to make him my immortal nemesis. So good, good. Another good. immortal nemesis. So all I, right, well, oh, I, I, I'm waiting. I know what your end game is. I mean, you know, we we all know what the end game is. We, you know, we sedition, all know the end game. Kill the emperor. But is this really a good middle game? I mean, yes. You're, what are what are the odds that Anakin Skywalker isn't just going to take everything and mess it up the way that he always does? That guy's a we psycho. Have, <laughs> we we have plans for the Skywalker. Plans you could not comprehend, little machine. I'm going to speak softly. Okay. <laughs> Go for it. At Maul. Oh, that's not as good. Uh, not a fail, uh, I think. Uh-oh, is it wisdom or sense? Wisdom. Okay, whoo! I rolled a five. <laughs> so, I got to eight. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Right. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, come on. Come on. I, I know, right? Like, I, I do, Let him cut you. I, I, I do like failing, because it gives you a chance to be like, oh, good. <laughs> Take oh, damage. Boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, uh, fuck, what did, he, what did he just say? Uh, we have plans. Uh, what? Well, what are they? Like, I don't have what's to tell your plan? you every. I don't have to tell every single plan I have to every single person who barges into me doing a job <laughs> and interrupts my entire day. Is that you speaking hey, softly? Come on, speaking... <laughs> come on! Oh my yeah, god! That, that... <laughs> come on! It's, it's me, Loom ninety three. Look at my belly. It's so fun. <laughs> Their it's me, plan. Humanity. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> it's his birthday. It's his. It's his life day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, very well. <laughs> the Skywalker's ambition outstrips his ability, and he and and despite how he might run his mouth, we have a mission in mind. <laughs> that he will be spearheading and that mission will ensure his downfall and ensure that at the same time we get some valuable intel. So he'll just die on the mission? The mission that... Wait, wait. <laughs> so your plan is to send Skywalker... Your plan is to send Anakin Deathwish Skywalker who was famous during the wars for constantly surviving suicide missions on a suicide mission. Yes. You know the guy used to just stand and talk to people who were in cover, right? Like, I've seen him do it. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> this problem will solve itself. We're sure of it. Not even he can stand up to the Emperor's new apprentice. Well, how can we help with that? Second question. <laughs> uh, you stop interrupting my day. Get up! <laughs> you piece of shit! <laughs> How can we help as we're all like about to start shooting each other? You're about to start drama. You could just simply not. <laughs> yeah. Please do not. <laughs> so you guys need to join the Spiders and Snakes and start a new game where you know they are the rebellion and we fight the actual empire as the empire. All right. Mm-hmm. I would pull so much less punches with that empire. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> All right. 
have another question, but it's it's nothing that we ask is going to be helpful at this point. I think all the rest of them no. are just answered with like, "Go away, <laughs> get out of my way." Why are we still talking? Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't you know there's a boss fight? And I'm like, because I just got my third. Uh... <laughs> Actually, how many uh, bonds do I have with him? Oh no! <laughs> Hang on. Hang on, where are you all? Okay, that's my second one. Uh, fine first impression. This one is a, a daring second impression. So I have another precious thing to get up to three bonds with him. Uh-huh. And then... And then we could try to not finish him with violence. The problem is, I don't think that anybody here would be okay with not finishing him with violence. No, no, I oh. want to kill this man. He kidnapped my people and has been experimenting on them. Yeah. He also ruled your planet. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he do it that's twice? That's still back there. He, he also, also has a bunch killed, of uh, literally hostage behind him. Yeah, like young ones too, like like a family. He has a family hostage here in your presence. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Plus, you know, right. also he's a leader. He cannot be you know, made friends with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, not with that attitude. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm gonna hug you so hard. All right. Well, then I guess it. Well, then I guess it's come to this. And I pull up just my bog standard droid blaster. <laughs> oh, okay. No third question. <laughs> No. Nope. <laughs> All right. And I guess my next question have... is, how do you want to do this? <laughs> You're gonna learn this one the hard way, as he has all of his troopers like arm up and start to like gain rate open fire. Unless Peter's gonna do something. Uh, troops leave us. Oh, Ma looks pissed. Cause yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have authorization for that. I mean, I think technically we have the same level of. You know, pool here, so they might be just, you know, going back and forth as a comedy skit. No, the Charter of the Spider and Snake Alliance clearly states what happened in scenarios like this. This is a single combat <laughs> thing. You've essentially challenged his right <laughs> to be weird. a leader. <laughs> you just did a thing, a vampiric he doesn't duel. Have the right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the what? circle God, the will be broken. The circle. <laughs> <Let's do this>. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so the soldiers aren't going to open fire. Um, Are you guys going to interfere with Peter's fight with Maul? Uh, no, but I am going to spend my last web right now to activate a pit trap for the hostages. And send okay, him to so the lower floor out of out of danger. So like just yeah. uh, while we were while we were posing, out my like marbles were sort of like not actually marbles, but like little round I, robots I, I, were falling from pockets I, and just like roll. What I assumed you did Sorry, was yes? before you guys got up here, you got to the maintenance level and hacked the computer so that like you know, because this place is modularized, right? You could probably just do this for construction purposes. Just drop them down to another level where it's safe. <laughs> See, we just stop one level below the penthouse, put some detonation charges right below them, and now they're just activating. <laughs> yeah. Well, I assume it's like all hexagonal. Awesome. Like they're, I assume the whole place is made of hexagonal interlock plates that you can just have certain ones drop off for like whatever reason you'd need. I, I think I just blew the air, the, like the floor around them, and the hexagon falls down, and they just 
Boop. All right. down to the bottom level where they can just where they where you had where you had some of your guys down. waiting. Yeah, yeah, just right there. They're like, "Come with us," and they just immediately book it for the uh, skate bots. Yeah, exactly. A team, A team. All right, Maul says we're gonna have some privacy while he approaches uh, Void, and like you know, the, the there's like a beeping sound in the penthouse as they shut off like some of the syst- or as they turn on some of the security systems and turn off a few other things, so you won't be interrupted when the doors lock. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> and the soldiers are gonna get ready to shoot at you guys if you guys interrupt the fight. That's fair. Okay, I'm gonna get ready uh, to interrupt the fight when I need to. Okay, Maul's gonna try and uh, attack you all with his sword. Here it comes. Uh, what are you gonna do to stop this? all of us? Yeah, everyone in front of him gets hurt when he takes when he attacks people. Ah, well, mm-hmm. sounds like it's time to overcome. Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you're throwing a cut at us. Yeah, yeah, here he comes. I'll, 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 Please keep in mind, if he damages you, you take two damage. And yes, it's burning, ranged, and piercing. Yeah. Yes, I know. <laughs> Perfect. I, uh... Yeah. Here he comes. He's yeah, swinging. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna try to, you know, uh, fly backwards a bit and get out, of, get out of range of the, um, I'm assuming lightning or something arcing off of his sword. Uh... Probably just waves of devastation. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'm gonna As try you to do. dodge that. And and because he uh, is he has been marked as my nemesis, I have hoped on rolls to finish them or overcome them until they're dead. So I get hope on this roll. Alright. Go for it. Everyone else, so. you also have to get ready for uh, overcoming what's coming to you. I mean, isn't this overcoming yeah. the cut for everybody? Is, uh, well, well, he's jumping back for source. himself. Or are oh, you wait, okay, no, you attempt to... Well, let me, let me see. Is there any way? How can I... I'm trying to think how attempt I can... to avoid, redirect, or prevent the harm. So you can maybe redirect it, but that doesn't really apply to yeah, like, I don't... shockwaves from a death sword. Yeah, basically. I don't really have tools in my arsenal unless I wanted to spend gear. Uh, I mean, if you death sword, it goes into the ground or something. So I guess that Maul like, involving us in the combat means that we're also involved in the solo vampire duel. <laughs> no, oh, he's just throwing a sword we... swing out. That's what he's doing. Is it, it? Is it hitting any of the clones? Oh yeah, it's gonna go through. It's the... gonna cut through all of them. They don't have three stats. Mm-hmm. Well, so we just have to s- avoid harm long enough for them to be dead, and then we can join in on the fight. Basically. Anyway, I rolled. Oh no, not his guys. His guys are behind him. He's not going to hurt any of his guys. I bet your clones, like whatever clones you have here. Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Let's see. Oh, that's a problem. Uh, Unless you had your yeah. clone squad and your Mandalorians take the hostages out below. And we're like securing yeah, the state. Probably the clone squad's probably with the hostages. Yeah, that's oh, what okay. they're smart enough um, to plan that ahead. I'm, yes. I'm going to use It's Dangerous to Go Alone. Uh, when I watch someone's back and keep my eyes peeled, uh, you get to overcome any harm against them with plus sense instead of plus blood. Nice. So I will use yeah. that to help our uh, people. I rolled a what is this? A five, a three, and a two. So with a five and a three, that is okay. That's that's ten. Thank you. And how are you trying oh. to overcome? Like, are you trying to do it to like redirect it so no one gets hit? I don't think I have. I really have a way to to redirect like. Destructive. You have a jetpack, right? 
you could jetpack into yeah, okay, him and like, can... knock him aside. Uh, and I'll say you take I... two damage, but it turns it off for everyone else. Could I maybe grab one of, uh, like, like just literally just grab Lamnar and and Um ninety three and like fly them up uh, to dodge the 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 blast? Yeah, that'd be a getaway. Getaway lets you take another person with you. Do you have a power to take more than one person with getaway? Uh, yes, because of what is it called? Wings of Dragon, I believe. Nah, then there you go. Which says, get away? Yeah, when you you can fly. Okay, yeah, so when I fly with a passenger, well, no, I can only bring one, unfortunately. I have, a, I have a power that just lets me go with you if you go somewhere else. Cool, then yeah, I'll, I'll try to get away uh, instead. Also, I can also fly. So you take me along, and then yeah, I don't have attack. hope for this one, unfortunately. But I still um, get, to, I get to choose an extra option even when I even on a failure, so should be okay. So did you did you basically just take take the hit for everybody? No, no I'm not taking the hit. I'm trying to... Yeah, he's pulling everyone away. I'm pulling this. everyone except except Void out because I don't think I can, and that will yeah. immediately provoke all of the clone troopers to start shooting us. So okay, yeah. So let me roll. <coughs> that is a two and a three is a seven plus two is a seven. So um, seven, I get one. I get two technically because I have. I should really remember the names of all these things. Poetry in motion, which means I get to choose an extra option. So I'm going to choose. You get there quickly, avoiding harm along the way, and I can grab someone nearby and bring them with me. Okay, that works. Then you pull the other two away, and Pete, what is happening to you? Uh, well, first of all, he's making a cut against me, and I'm a threat to the world, so pay a price, Devin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh. Sure, done. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Anyway. Oh, oh no, the price is paid, Pete. You'll see. <laughs> uh -oh. uh. You have to you have to mark it on the sheet, Devin. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works for the GM stuff, but whatever. Yeah, I actually don't know either. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, yeah, we're fine. Well, I guess I'll just overcome this uh, attack to, you know, mitigate the damage. That's first, okay. and well, I rolled a six, so that's a no. Uh oh. Okay, take two damage as he like strikes you against the the body and throws you into the wall and like follows through to get close to you. We could have ruled together side by side as master and apprentice, and you threw it all away. Okay, and now that uh, he's taking a hostile action against me, I'm activating my honorbound fool to make a cut where I, you know. I guess separate us from everybody else and I'll drop some blast shields so it's just the two of us here. Okay. To, oh. Yeah. That will be stuff for my next actions. Alright, what do you guys do in response? The uh, the clones are seeing that this fight is going down and they're eyeing you, but they're not really wanting to get involved. Um, oh, I'm going to take advantage way, of the fact that... Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. The windows outside, it's... um. The windows outside are, are are shaking, and there's like there's like rain coming down, like like heavy, heavy like craters in the water, like big splashes, like stuff falling into the water. Not like meteors, though. I'm like going it's, just, to... it's just like a, a tempest has started forming. Okay. Mm. okay. Um, this is probably. Uh, Umnath is going to look closely. Sorry. Uh, what, what did you want to do? I like whisper. Should we just get out of here? 
Like, should we just book it out of here? No, we we can't leave we can't leave Floyd behind. <laughs> He's our ally. I mean, can't we? I mean, I'm torn because the answer is probably, but on the other hand, I don't want to just leave Maul here. I want to see how can't this plays try out. And kill Maul, yeah. All right. This is this like could a good be opportunity. It. He could be the one who does it and succeeds. <laughs> Nobody's been able to make it stick before. You know how many times you have to damage him before he dies? It's so That's many. A lot. Um, I'm gonna look closely. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Alright, that's 12. <laughs> Alright. Oh, good. Ask me uh, questions. Yeah, uh, so, uh, what's, uh, oh boy, how does. What's cooking? Does this, yeah, it's basically, uh, oh, good. What's going on Is something hidden around the place? What looks suspicious? It might actually be, like, what's going on here. Like, uh, like I, I basically look out the windows, and I'm like trying to figure out what the heck is going on out there. So, you are seeing what looks like lightning strikes under the water, um, which, to your droid processors, would be generator overloads uh, for, like, having an underwater tech. You just know what it looks like, because, like, you also, you know, Invasion of Naboo and the Gungan tech, it's all kind of the same when you get to underwater stuff. Same with, like, uh... Oh, God, what do you call those people that look like fish? Admiral Ackmar's people. Um, whatever. Uh, you know, those guys. Uh, Calamari's. Calamari. Mon Calamari are the squid people. I, no, never mind. I'm thinking of the Quarians. No, wait, I'm thinking of Mass Effect. Damn. Anyway. Um, it sounds like technology is over, overloading. Like under, on, yeah. Technology is overloading underneath, and the water is super choppy. Like, like, the waves are, like, the water is dipping down suddenly and then up. Like, it's receding and, and going all around this ocean planet. It's starting to wash against the tower. And there's a rumble. Like, you're starting to pick up on it now. There's, it's, it's, it's almost like thunder. But it's, it's growing and accelerating. Is there... It, it's not exactly on this list, but, like... Did, like, does it seem to be, like, coming from here? Like, like this, this tower is causing it? It's coming Would that be nearby. Like a... It's okay, nearby. So like... That'd be the answer. Okay, so like I couldn't mm-hmm. jack into this computer and try to or slice into this computer and try to figure out how to stop it. Yeah, you absolutely could. That is the answer to that question. Okay, you I, could do that. I, I I will do that, or I will I will work on that. <laughs> and you got a third I'll help question? you with that. Um, time out. Uh, how how could this help us? Uh, well, when you jack into the computer and slice it, you realize that there's yeah. an all there, there there's an all channel message going out that is muted in this room because this room's the penthouse and it has like privacy stuff on. And that is the answer to your question: How could it help you? There's a there's a message on the comm no one's getting. Okay. What's the message? Do you unmute it while Maul and uh, Void are getting into an epic battle? Oh, I- Oh, I, I just know that there's... Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I thought you were like, there's a message that you're hearing, and the spotlight moves. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll turn it on. Maybe I'll like turn it on low so I don't like interrupt them, unless there's oh, just it, not an option it's for that. The, the override is full volume. Okay, so all the lights go into Good. like red emergency <laughs> orange safety lighting, uh, and as you and uh, Maul are about to get into a fight uh, void, um, there's a voice on loop. This is the facilities manager. All hands abandoned building. This is the facilities manager. All hands abandoned building. 
Priority one to catastrophe. All hands abandoned building. Unsalvageable. And now that you're looking out, you see like little trails from escape pods. So that's how we found the hard way. Yeah. <sighs> we should probably leave. Maul looks confused because this, is not, not, happy this is not him. He's not doing this. And then Void, you get a feeling. It's a hard yes. feeling to describe, but like, it's like how animals know before an avalanche hits. Like that sort of sudden alertness. And Maul has it too. Something's here. Uh-oh. Somebody needs to say it. Oh no, it's a kaiju. No, 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 somebody needs to say it. I've got a bad feeling about this. There it is. <laughs> and that's when you hear the sound. Uh, it is bellowing, it is angry. It sounds like uh, like acoustic instruments being tortured through like a mega speaker. It's a roar. Like a bellowing monstrous roar of some sort of large creature. Maul seems to recognize the sound. What is that? It's those bigger fish I told it. you about on the way in. <laughs> no, it's not. It's the Zilla Beast. Maul looks... Do you look, say look that, around. Peter? Sure. If you turn it's off the Zilla source beast. field, I can help you live. Fine, let's call it truce. Turn it off. Maul goes to the window, and I assume you guys do as well as this whole building starts shaking. Uh, down at the base yeah. is a monster. It's bigger than you'd be comfortable with. It's a super creature, and it's grabbing its claws into the side of the building and dragging its way up, and it has big, large, like, human-looking eyes, and they're staring directly at you guys. What is that? A Zillow beast. <laughs> Why is it here? What's oh. a Zillow beast? A Zillow beast is an ancient super predator. This one's master ran uh, where it was intimidated, was upset at my success and sicked it on me an age ago and also taught it how to use the force. Wait, wait, wait. Who this, would do that? Why would you do that? <laughs> That's some Anakin-level garbage right there. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Oh, they're born like that. They're, the, they predate on things that are tied to the dark side of the Force. It's, uh, it's just an instinct they have. And as for who, who did you piss that? off? Well, puts up his hand and goes, Listen, some people are intimidated by a Dathomir male trying to have it all and be his own boy boss. It's just how it is. <laughs> okay, that I hate you so much. <laughs> there was so much wrong with that sentence. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> like you, he's got the helmet on, but you can tell that his like 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 jaw dropped, like <laughs> like hands twitching, like he wants to like strangle him, but not moving. Cass is just standing there, furious. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, it's true this in Dathomir society. That's actually a thing in Dathomir society. It, it is appropriate. I, I know it is. 
<laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. Well, um. So now you're in the unstoppable Kraken set piece. Oh, we're oh, in no. it. <laughs> we finally <laughs> have it. <laughs> we should have seen it coming. We should have seen it coming. I mean, what a planet. Of course we're going to have a Kraken. <laughs> we forgot where we were. Yeah. We don't even need it to this planet. Oh. Uh, I was like two moves away from killing Mole. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. You separate him, turn the lights off, and then, you know, Boogeyman. Right, but you okay. want to... Well, I... God, sorry. <laughs> All right, let me paste in the Unstoppable Kraken. So, here we go. Uh, let's put a pause while Except you guys there's... read the set piece, and we'll uh, we'll dive on in, all right? All right. <laughs> okay. Where'd you... And we're back. Okay, so uh, the Zillow Beast is crawling up to you guys. We are now in the unbeatable Kraken set piece. Fun, fun. Here we are again. Uh, Anyone who (laughs) knows about Fellowship should look up the set piece to follow along just to see what's going on here. Uh, So the first thing that happens is even though Zigzag's... uh, The the Zillow Beast's name is Zigzag, by the way, for listeners who might have continuity. Uh, Zigzag's not fully up there, but as many grasping, like, big armor-segmented, like, weird rectangular tentacle hands are like reaching up to like grab people and like attack at Maul and like the guys at the penthouse. Um, so it's his binding, his grasping, and his smashing tentacles. Binding tentacle represents him damaging the building, which counts as your boat. Uh, you'll have to like get him to st- you know stop grabbing and ripping out the structural supports because he's trying to bring you down to him. Uh, grasping tentacle is every once in a while he's going to grab one of your people uh, as a hard cut that I can just make, and you're going to have to get them away from him or they'll be overboard, which is another thing you have to deal with people going overboard. The smashing tentacle is going to every is going to be constantly attacking the ship, and if someone gets in the way, it'll hit them instead of the ship. And the ship is your building, of course. Yeah, exactly. That picture there, Pete. That's a great example of all. So these what I'm hearing here. is, we need to take Maul, toss him overboard, and we're fine. And run away. <laughs> uh, we have to get rid of the binding tentacle first, or else we can't escape. Yeah, he'll rip this building so down around be. you. Like the Zillow Beast is going to mm-hmm. collapse the building on you guys. That'll happen really quick if you fuck yep. around with Maul and not it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, cool. those, there are three threats coming your way right now. Three cuts. The building is about to get damaged. The building's about to get smashed. Uh, and it's about to start searching around to grab people. So that tentacle's going to sweep up, sweep up. And first hard cut I'm going to throw is it's going to uh, grab uh, one of the clone troopers. Hmm. So a clone trooper okay. has been taken. Uh, all right, I'll uh, I'll try to line up a shot at one of the joints and try to hit it and make it drop it, drop him, try to overcome if possible. Hmm. Okay, is overcome so, the right move here? Uh, what you want to do is damage them. They need to be damaged as if it was a creature. So you need advantage and defend. Right. Okay. So I don't have a. Yeah. Okay. Um. In that case, I mean, it could be overcoming to prevent them from being taken and then yeah, you can stall and then damage it. You could stall it out. I might say I might try to just keep it, try to keep it busy and distract it while and s- set somebody else up to be able to damage it. Like I'll fly around its face or whatever. All right. Okay. So, yeah, so keep I'll, them busy uh, for the grab for the grapple tentacle. Who's taking care of the binding and the <laughs> smashing tentacle? They're both going for the building, so the building will lose half its health if they're not intervened on. 
Oh, goodness. I'll uh, go for the smashing tentacle and keep it busy. I will just uh, shoot it with my gun and sort of try and draw it away from structural, like, integrity, strong, like, points of important structural integrity. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll go ahead and roll. And the binding so, tentacle, the last current. one. All oh, right. Well, I guess I can go for it then. Okay. So you all break and start to uh, jump into action. Somebody give me moves and tell me how it all starts going down. All right. So I'm trying to keep it busy by flying around It's flying around and distracting it. Uh, shot process of the blaster, not my rifle, because it's a little harder to use for pot shots. But Oh, and it's a nightmare, too. This thing has thick plates that actually reflect blaster bolts. Yeah, I know. Oh, man, I it's, forgot. It's bulletproof. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that is eight total. So I do buy them some time, but it'll retaliate against me when the time is up. So Okay, yeah, so you distract it, and that was the grappler? Uh, that was, yes, the one that is that grabbed a clone trooper. Okay, the clone okay. is still in its grasp and not being dropped, so you're able to distract it. It's, it's instinctively holding on to it. Uh, what do I got from the other two? All right, so I the... Uh, sorry about that. The smashing tentacle. I am trying. To, I'm getting its attention by shooting at it and just like uh, throwing my webs at it, sort of just make it like to pull it away from key structural points. Okay. So I rolled to keep it busy, and I got a ten. Awesome. All right, you're able to. Uh, it starts to try to grab at you and like like get a get a bearing on what's going on because you can feel that you're shooting at it and distracting it. Mm-hmm. You can feel that you're shooting at it. It's prescient. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's armor. Yeah. Also, I'll keep them busy and, you know, using my fiery blasts, which are like those cavitation bubbles things that, you know, create negative pressure around it for the binding tentacles to, you know, I guess loosen its grip. Because armor works usually quite well, you know, when you're hitting it, but if you're like creating vacuum things, then that usually, you know, isn't covered. Yeah, that makes sense. Sure, sure, sure. So is that actually doing damage? Or and it's the nine. Busy? Keeping the busy on nine still retaliate against me eventually. Okay, and he will immediately retaliate against you now by uh, aiming up a smashing tentacle at you. Uh, that's coming. <laughs> uh, the grasping tentacle is being kept busy. I mean, basically, um, you guys you guys I have will, to act now to figure out how to damage these yeah. guys and stop it. I'm going to a, attempt to room. finish them. Can I t- attempt to finish them on the grasping tentacle? Sure. To, uh, I mean, like, just to finish them. I'm, I'm, I'm shooting at it. I'm throwing stuff at it. I'm, I'm, do- I'm using all my options. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Um, oh, good lord. All right, two fives. Hey! All right, uh, so that tentacle is gone. That was the grappler. Yeah, uh, the Zilby stops using it. The clone trooper uh, gets dropped, but he's able to like get himself to uh, to uh, to a balcony and crawl back on, so he's not like overboard. Uh, but yeah, that one is offline. What do I got for the other two? All right, smash tentacles. I was distracting it, and then uh, it gets it, 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 it sort of feels where I am, and it's coming to smack down on me. And yep. I throw down some explosives on where I am and just sort of barrel, like roll out of the way. 
And when it hits down, it activates my exploding trap, which is used to cave in a small room but I th- or blast open a wall, which I think applies to the thick armor plating that is this thing's tentacles. Oh, sure. I'll, I'll give you that. You can disable that. You can damage that stat. Um, yeah, Zigzag is, has grown since the last game, but he's not fully grown yet. So he's not quite as invulnerable as his, like, uh, you know, fully grown adult brothers. Mm-hmm. Like Kong. Okay. This, is an, this is a juvenile stage for him. <laughs> Terrifying, but okay. So that, uh, I guess I damaged its smashing tentacle then. Yeah, all right. Who's dealing with the binding tentacle? Who's up? Well, I guess I can deal with it since I kept it busy and so on and so on. I guess I'll just go and start, you know, punching with. Let's see, how much is that? Oof, I rolled a force. That's a six. So, Uh-oh. cut me, Devin. Uh, Zigzag grabs you. Like, one of his hands smashes up. Like, he comes in uh, from a diagonal. So, into an, an exterior wall, up through a floor, up through a floor, up through a floor, up through another floor, right to where you're standing. <laughs> grabs you and hucks you directly into the ocean below. Uh, okay. are, uh, are you still a threat to the world? Yes. But also yeah. since it uh, took a hostile action against me, I get to make a cut against it. So I guess I'll, as it's eating me out, I'll just damage it and I'll tear some, you know, uh, plating from it or something like that and, you know, damage that stuff, I guess. All right, Zigzag loses grip uh, from that um, from that shocking amount of pain and falls with uh, Void and crashes down onto the waves and like the machine structure below. That's kind of like the 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 part of the uh, tower that juts out of the water because it's tied to the stone below. But there's also like a sort of like floating dock around where the water line is, um, and it like it, it there's a beat where it's just on the ground not moving and then it starts to get up and it looks up at you guys and it looks mad. Closes it uh, its eyes, breathes in, and you hear a high-frequency humming sound. And then oh, it man. just slams its hands into the side of the tower, grips, uh, tears a bunch of the sh- sheeting metal uh, into, like, a scrunched-up bar like it's made of aluminum foil, and uses that to pull itself up with such velocity, it basically flies up above the top of the tower and lands on it, feet first. We are now in phase two. The Kraken appears. The beast rises from the sea. I don't like this phase. <laughs> uh, this are are fight, you falling off the building covered. right now, Peter? Are you, are you falling off the oh, building, yeah. Peter? Well, I think I, I am. And since I am a player, I get some second chance of avoid being sent overboard. So I guess if you want to react, I um, think you have a chance for that. Well, loose debris yeah, is I was, uh, I immediately damages reading... that. Yeah. I was literally reading the thing for you guys to let you know where Peter was. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, by this point yeah. in the fight, the sea is covered in parts of your damaged ship or floating tentacles. The Kraken is lost. When this phase of the fight starts, damage the stat and return all players who are overboard back to the game. Clean to debris adrift the sea in the sea. Yay. Okay. So I'm imagining he's like holding on to it while it jumps up. I'm holding on to one of its plates that I managed to rip off, like, you know, a, you know hangnail or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, Zigzag is there on top of the Pentos with you guys, like feet perched on either side, looking down, and he just starts roaring at all of you and Maul because you're helping him. Is, is Maul still here? What is he doing? Oh yeah, yeah. Like Maul is still here. Like you're looking. Like he he's there, but he's like much further to the back than the rest of you. And after that happens, he books. <laughs> Don't worry. Once I'm far enough away, the beast will chase me. Hold it off for now. 
So wait. Can Maul I left. react to that in any way? If, if Maul fine. leaves, I could follow him. Do it. <laughs> I, uh, I don't... Wait a minute. Can I... Okay. <laughs> Can I use... What is it called? Uh... Finish it. Well, no, I want to use Bounten Service to uh, damage the stat that Mesla has right where you need me to have her, like, essentially decloak and trip him as he's walking away, smirking at us the whole time. Get, a, get so advantage. So I can then take a pop shot at him with advantage. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Go for a finish him. So, yeah, your, your Mandalorian predator uh, decloaks and, like, you know, attacks and, like, like gets in Maul's face and, like, throws him off guard. And you're going to try and go in for a kill shot. Yep. And because he's my nemesis, I get to roll with hope. Yay! I'm going to attempt to finish him with blood, because fuck this guy. That is a four, a four, and a one. So eight plus two is ten. All right, cool. His immortality stat kicks in. Yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Deathless. I hit him directly in the chest. Yeah, you do. (laughs) He's just a boy boss trying to have it all. He's left to react to that however he goddamn wants. But fuck it, fuck that guy so much. <laughs> uh, All right, he's gonna keep hard. leaving. Like there's two of them. He, he's gonna keep leaving. He's out. It's, he's gonna keep leaving and stop can I, monologuing. Can I overcome his leaving? My God. I mean, that kind of is separate them. I, I, I would help you with that by just giving you a shit ton of string. So I like have to throw a, out a Spider-Man thing. I have to throw out that zigzag is still right here and is throwing cuts out at all of you. I know, I know but, but I, 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 I had have, to do that. I have armor. <laughs> 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 and I want him to take the cuts too. <laughs> like, no, 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 you don't. This is your problem. Um, can I try to talk sense to Zigzag? Can I can I do that? Can I talk to the set piece? You can try. How does talk sense work? Uh, you gotta roll talk sense. Oh, I know. For help, tell us what you want from them and why they should help, and then you can roll based on what you're trying to. So, it's you want to help us kill this dark yeah. this Sith? <laughs> Listen, we want him dead too. Stop attacking us. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up at at it. <clears throat> and um, I'm gonna use. I, gu- I guess what I, you I don't really need to like. So I have a, I have another precious item. I'm, I might I, this is considering like sacrificing it and just using it as maul as here. <laughs> like, keep in keep in mind if you appeal to their emotions or desires, you get to use wisdom, and it really wants to kill maul. Yeah, I have three wisdom, so yeah. uh, I'm gonna do that. I, I'm I'm trying to get advantage on the or. Uh, uh, is, hope on the roll. Is me shooting Maul in the chest considered helping? <laughs> yeah, is we'll it? see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see. I, I want it to be, but I understand if it's not. I'll, I'll roll without hope, and we'll just see where this takes us. Okay. This magical journey we're on. <sighs> so what, what are you saying? This is great. On my uh, six plus two plus three. <laughs> I, I'm going to start rolling poorly soon, <laughs> And it's really gonna suck, and I look forward to it. <laughs> oh. I hope Devin cuts me so hard because I've been rolling it's fire. Be so all good. Night. I know, right? What do, you, what do you say? To me? What do you got? <laughs> yes, I like. So, yes. like, I, 
like um Oom ninety three looks up at the at the thing because I assume it's it's yeah. like looking at us and he says i guess you're here for him aren't you hey master somebody's here for you they want to talk to the manager (laughs) (sighs) and uh he's gonna like motion for everybody to just clear the way (laughs) and um try to appeal to this thing and be like stop hitting us and help us go for this guy (laughs) so zigzag's face gets real close to you like real close uh, and you can see yeah. like it has big intelligent eyes that are narrowing down and looking at you on the bottom part of its eyelids are, uh, ritualistic tattoos, funnily enough. And they're in the shape of battle droid heads and separatist starship designs with crossouts on them. Mm-hmm. He's uh, looking at you and then he's looking yeah. at Void, uh, and then he's looking at Maul and then he's looking at the Mandalorian <laughs> Who just shot Maul? <laughs> like he's, says, he's putting yeah, things together. I know. Says, I know, but look, I'm a doctor now. <laughs> he points to his blue head. It uh, it's one of its tentacles is going to make a sweeping motion against um, everyone but Void and Maul to like separate you guys from them. Is that going to damage uh, us, or can we just like let it? It's just separating you guys, and it's still attacking. Like, not separating in a violent way, just like, okay, you guys get to live. Whatever. (laughs) I don't want these ones. (laughs) I accept this. This is fine. I have no attachment to this place, now that everyone we care about is off of it. I sense not as much evil in your hearts. Yeah, Mezla is going to um, disengage from Maul while he's recovering. (laughs) Alright, you know what, Pete? Do you want to just die now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's your call then, man. I heard you know I was going to die in some really cool way. So, is this the cool way? I mean, I think this is pretty cool, actually. I think this fits. Are you you're even getting to be hoisted by your own petard? Who could ask for more? <laughs> Truly. Right? Uh, Find him. All right. So the Zillabies is going to open its mouth and strike down and swallow whole Maul and uh, avoid. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> and like uh, fall off the building into the water and swim away after roaring tr- after being real close to all of you guys and screaming in your face at max volume from like five meters from his mouth. Uh, and then he falls <laughs> off the tower in the I... water into the deep below. I'm glad I have volume dampeners in my helmet. <laughs> I kind of want to take a uh bond with it a bond with absolutely everybody here because we survived that (laughs) go for it go for it we survive oh god alright this is great Uh, so they're gone there's like yeah. emergency service starships coming by to like like interplanetary like inter atmosphere system ships to like rescue people and do work and stuff. Uh, some Kaminoan authority people drop in to like you know secure the area. They don't like kick you out or anything. Like it's it's fine. They get it. They get it. They talked to the people who were a part of this. Um. Anyway, you get a ring from uh, Chevron Laser React. Uh, Stitch. <laughs> um ninety three. Hey, friendo. 
what's uh what's cooking hey what's the sup it's me anyway i dealt with that thing of yours those uh those rebel guys on camino good as dead perfect i love murder Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to mom about the problem, and uh, we had one idea, and she had a better idea, because, like, these guys are rebels, right? They're fighting against the First Galactic Empire. So, all we did, tipped off the Empire. As he says this, by the way, a Star Destroyer appears in orbit. We need to leave right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) The bigger fish is here. We need to leave right now. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect, right? So, like, they're going to be there trying to buy this project for, that, the, that the Empire owns, and they'll come down and be executed. Couldn't have been easier, right? I didn't even have to pay for it. And the Empire will mothball. Oh, sure. You, you dropped their actual names, right? Well, I told <laughs> they, them that they, they were... what they're looking for, right? Uh, no, I told them that there were rebels on the planet, <laughs> like rebels, seditionists, elements against the, the Empire. I tipped off a bunch of people I have contacts with that, I'm on, that I have on the payroll in the Empire. So, like, they're just going <laughs> to search the whole planet. It'll take a oh, bunch perfect. of time. <laughs> slow, slow thumbs up to the rest of the group. Let's go All find. Right. Uh, give your mom our best. <laughs> sure thing. Bye, robot. Boop. You didn't even say the best part. Let's go but find. we're on the planet. Because his reaction is, I didn't think this through. Did <laughs> 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 you not? We got that. He's just going to let him think that this is a great idea. It's fine. It's not It's not going to help us at all if he feels guilty. Let's go find where the rest of the Secret Council is, and then let's leave. Which is the Mandalorians we, we just freed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, uh, honestly, you guys will be able to take care of this. Uh, the Empire's going to come here and shut this shit down. This was going to be the, the third part of the session where you'd have to do the getaway, but nah, wrapped up. <laughs> this is good. I didn't have to have Darth Vader <laughs> kill Peter. <laughs> that would have been cool. That would have been that cool. Would have been cool yeah. This is also cool, though. <laughs> no, this was spontaneous, and I like it. But spontaneity is often better than trying to go for something iconic. Because this is iconic, but it's iconic to our games. And I, I think that's a stronger, <laughs> a stronger moment. Yeah. We convinced the Zillow Beast to not eat us and to eat someone else instead. I mean, yeah. if if Darth Maul survives this, he's, he's immortal. He he's immortal. It's whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. We, we, I like that. We all know it too. Yeah. And, and it's like either being like, no, I want to see if this one sticks. But mechanically, <laughs> does that take out the you know Empire leader for this game at least? No, mm. he'll be back. Uh, <laughs> I guess back we'll, angrier. I guess we'll be back brooding together then. Uh, not, if you're not going to die, he's not going to die. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I Fair thought enough. this was a better idea than just having you have to get into like a shootout fight with Maul. Like, again, it's the same principle as in Transformers. A shootout fight with Maul would have been boring. So just have one of his enemies mm-hmm. show up and wreck the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> um, get chaotic. Uh... <laughs> so while we're waiting for, uh, for like, people to come get us or whatever since like basically everybody's abandoned the tower and the tower is no longer like actively being destroyed like it's not gonna we're not gonna stay here for long it's, it's condemned it's not yeah. stable it's yeah, not no, a place but, of honor but 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, Nothing lives here. But well, okay, so it is kind but of a place treasures. bar because there are treasures. There are here, treasures, right? exactly. So I'm like, hey, let's, let, <laughs> hey, let's let's rob this. Let's get the contraband before we're gonna loot the here. place before we leave. Get as yes. much data as possible. Uh, data, equipment, like we have people here who can be, you know, culpable with us. <laughs> so with every, everybody, get a sack. With. The time you guys have and the resources left intact, I will let you get one like salvage of every uh, empire uh, rebellion resource, like one unit of having okay. brought in salvage, including bringing a companion and maybe you find a cool droid or a Cameron scientist that joins the rebellion. Like contextualize it That's as cool. you will. We found oh, another. Man. We found another cousin. So we gave <laughs> yeah. two force, two intel, and I guess we have max health already. So just. Yeah, but you add that a companion was added to the list as if it had gained health, because then you have that companion in the list for, like, contextual narrative resources the Rebellion has. Like, now you have a resource of a Kaminoan scientist. Yep. And remember, with Gorilla Resources, or Gorilla Troopers, we get twice as much force whenever we would gain force. Oh my god. Oh, right, we do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and also, you'll be able to form fellowship with this area. (laughs) You're going to get fellowship for the area for, like, saving those people and basically everyone. Like, you pulled this off. Even with the kaiju attack, you're like, that was amazing. We didn't know you had a leviathan on your your side. Fantastic. Is that a Zillow (laughs) beast? Those went extinct. The rebellion really knows its stuff. Yeah, we have access to a lot of resources. This was all pre-planned. The the Zillow beast definitely did a force jump, by the way. That was what it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, we're like, the, it's very cool. We're glad that you like us now. It's very important. You do not tell the Empire we were here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They all know. Everyone knows it. <laughs> Everyone knows it. <laughs> well, like, so does the Empire know that we're with the Rebellion specifically, like, with our names? I, I actually not don't yet. know how they you, are with you guys, Yeah, exactly. You, you guys do not have a bond with the First Galactic Empire, so they do not have to roll to detect that you're a rebel. Notoriety. Do We're, not uh... make a bond with the First Galactic Empire, because then they get <laughs> If I do, I will immediately use it as something precious. No, 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 no. If they form a bond with you, if you damage them, they get to form a bond with you, mm. and that makes them roll notoriety checks, which means the Galactic Empire might start showing up on your uh, on your missions. Yeah. They might yeah, send we don't want that. So we're basically going <laughs> to... Yeah, so we're going to let this cool... Yeah, and they're not going to say no disintegration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to... I'm going to pass a little message along to Bail Organa that, hey, the Empire just showed up on Camino, so you may, you know, you may get a call since you just wired well, some money. The, uh, oh, yeah, it's taken care of. <laughs> Bail Organa knows okay. how to handle this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. the, the Empire is here, but they're not looking for us. Yeah. yeah. So, but you of course, the- guys, we're trying to buy this product for you. But, like, as you guys, like, get onto, like, whatever your escape ship is, like, to leave the planet, like, you see TIE fighters, like, screaming by, you see stormtroopers on the streets, like, putting people against a wall and checking for ID, you see them taking clone troopers out back and shooting them, uh, with, like, the red handprint on their helmets and stuff, like, it, they're here, bye, time to go. I, uh, I send my family my love, and then I just, uh, make sure, that, make sure they're okay, and then I head out. Yeah. Like, keep your heads down. Yeah. It's an interesting way to, thing to call a fruit basket. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're all you're all really posh. I think it's kind of cute. Oh, sent all my love. So like a wine basket with cheese. It's like, oh, he sent all his love. A wine basket. 
It's so much. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's I think it's adorable. Like, I mean that's a brand know. name. I was like, wait, that sounded a lot more scathing than I thought. Like, no, 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 no. Like, this is this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Should I send wine? A fruit basket? A fruit basket with wine? (laughs) Fruit basket. Oh my god, uh, Nigel. Leviathan. Some of the Leviathan (laughs) caviar y'all were talking about. Oh. All right, we're back. We had a slight technical issue. It'll probably not be present in the recording. We hope. So. Uh, you guys leave Camino. Uh, basically, with all your objectives done, you've stopped the Empire from getting this source of power and fudged up their mission. So, yeah, victory all around. You just have to keep on doing things like this, you know, removing their generals. Technically, you took two leaders out. Maul and Void were part of the Alliance. All that's left is Torah, Steelhead, uh, Skywalker, and technically Rudwar, but not in the way you're thinking. So... Did we defeat Mo, or did he survive this? Like, yeah, for the he, purposes he sur- of this game, for the purposes of the Empire. No, he survived. He absolutely did survive. He'll be back. But for right now, he's not there. So there's only, like, the three guys. It'll, something that'll pop up later. Mm. So, like, mm-hmm. a, like where Mo would have been, he is not. So we don't have to worry yeah. about him showing up. Yeah, for a little bit cool. anyway, until he gets, gets his bearings. And that might be a power struggle thing. So, um, yeah. We cut to, as you guys leave the planet, uh, a Kaminoan, like, research and development base where they're, like, you know, bringing in material and damage from the project to kind of see what's salvageable, see what they can pivot to with it. Um, and, like, you know, Horrigan is there because they're clearly going to go ahead with this project. That's just, it's just drunk talk not to. Uh, they just got to find a buyer. Uh, but as they're going over the research and development, they have Horgan there helping them sift through the garbage because he's super strong and, like, super, you know, reliable. And that's what he's here for. Uh, and he brings over something to the scientists and slams it on the table, and it's one of those scales from the Zillow Beast. And they all look at it and see that there's still like blood and pulp on it from when you guys uh, Void used his tricks to pull it off. And they all <laughs> look at each other. <laughs> and then later that night, we <laughs> we star wipe uh, to the top of the ruined tower, uh, where small like. Like, it's very dark, and there's no night sky or stars above the tower for a brief instant, and then there's a bunch of things crawling around the ruins of the penthouse. Um, They're those velociraptors that have no eyes and have oily black skin, and when they open their mouths, there's, like, mollusk tongues and noses that come out to, like, let them smell. Um, And yeah, they just gather around where Void died and just, just, like, are chanting and whispering and uh, making, like, garbled sounds. Um, one of the dead bodies of one of the clones that just like one of the the Maul's clones that just happened to you know die in the conflict, uh, gets up looking all jerky and undead like a deadite. Um, was it Mike that was the one you put on ice, uh, Peter? Yeah, I think it was Mike, the one with the hand. Yeah, its arms, sla- its arms like hanging on by like damaged armor and falls off, and it. Uh, it waits because eventually, Peter, how do you rise from your grave? I guess I just call that from the darkness between the stars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I become the remnant. Yeah, all of the uh, all of the Cenobites, which are what are here ministrating to you, are whispering, um, what's the name? Ah, Sins of the Father, over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> And Mike's there. Mike there uh, extends his good hand. 
Yeah, I tried to grasp it, but I just passed through because now I'm a force spirit. He puts his good hand to his mouth like, An oh, angry no. force spirit. He puts his hand to his mouth like, oh, no, but doesn't say anything because he's not the talker. <laughs> I just glare at him. And then we'll star right back to you guys being at, I'm going to assume, Kainite Command or what? Do you go to Narshutta for a party? I, I do, Loki, like the idea of us going to a party. <laughs> we need to de-stress. You can spend those, you know, precious hot tokens. Having a, yeah, like a, having having a meeting with the rebellion, and but like in the background, there's like ball pits. You guys can take a little bit, a bit of downtime to regroup, and this might be an excellent chance to actually take a downtime scene to like... I don't know, change things around. Maybe Stitch gets his, uh, you know, re rebuilding and upgrades because you're changing playbooks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that stuff. Uh, so yeah, we'll wrap there. That's the end of the uh, arc that we were currently on for the last two episodes, dealing with the Kaminoan projects and Project Mike. And Horrigan, the mm-hmm. Primaris clone. So, uh, I was Devin. I was Adam. I was Jack. I was Jonathan. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.